Welcome to the Inglorious Bards Adventure 47. We are back after a bit of a hiatus and we are back in or in a new studio right now. If you are listening on the podcast, you can definitely check us out on a YouTube channel as well as uh, twitch.tv slash Inglorious Bars and check us out in our new studio. We are all face to face, able to see each other, game off of each other. We're so excited with the exception of uh, Jeremy, who is not with us today. Um, he is on break. He will be back with us soon. And we are picking up pretty much where we last left off in our adventures. So a quick thanks to all of you for being so patient. We are uh, so grateful for all your support. Everyone was uh, chiming in on our Discord server, uh, as well as our patrons uh, hanging in there. We absolutely appreciate it. We've got the cameras up, the lights up, the mics up. We've got hopefully everything dialed in. Anyone listening live on our Twitch stream right this very moment, uh, by all means, let us know if there's any uh, strange audio sounds and we can take a look at that. And we think we've got things dialed in and we are excited to see what happens next. And I will warn our players that I think this may be one of the most dangerous sessions we have ever had, not due to the content, but due to the break of you guys not, oh, I had that ability to heal, I forgot, and you died. Or even, well, let's go save that guy, forgetting that he was your arch nemesis or something like that. You know, there's just been this delay, so just be careful, be careful. Um, all right, so let's get into our adventure and pick up where we left off, but before we do, let's Let's get a recap from Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy's not here. For the first time in season three, we will have a recap from, let's pick Seth for this recap. Hello. It's been a minute. Um, I'm going to recap our last episode, but I'm going to start by recapping our current arc of getting after this dirty, dirty dragon char ice. We found out that the enemy of our enemy is our enemy. The original enemy being Scorgernar. We first met Charice at a great fortress covered in snow in the north of the Thousand Isles. She promptly, or supposedly, depending on your viewpoint, killed Sir Brenro Saldramine and froze the rest of us in a months long stasis. Charice is causing some global warming problems in the whole northwest of the realm. Everything is cold as balls. We meet a new hero, Bali Ashbeard. He tells us that this lady dragon has come from Charbane to once again take rule of Varen. He also told us that she has some strong as shit allies. We were also told through some gypsy magic that there is a great sorceress who could take care of this dragon for good. The heroes go in search of her. What they found was a young, untrained girl named Yelena. They secured her and took her with them to the Great White North into the wilderness. They promptly and barely took care of a few of these allies of Charice. So currently, well, currently, but in the last episode, we found ourselves in a hideout slash lair slash like fortress of solitude thing of Charice. After dispatching several Colium guards, we met a lieutenant of hers named Hattrack. He surrendered and tells us uh, that there are three rift spheres that are her sources of power. One of these spheres is here in the cave. We let Hattrack go, but not before Bali gives him an invisible secret mark of his dwarven people. 
Patrak is headed for exile into the mountains southeast of where we're at. He also left us with a, th a few things. Chief amongst them is a Nexus Quill, which allows us to make a portal, a permanent portal, to the Nexus. Xanar starts this process, but right, he starts this process right after Bali, Bali, geez, destroys the Rift Sphere and does a shit ton of damage to all of us. And that, my friends and foes, is where we find ourselves. All right, so our adventure continues from where we last left it. Xanar, using the Nexus Quill, had carved symbols into a rock overlooking the Endless Pond. Using the essentially a teleportation circle, you have all gone back to the Nexus itself. The Nexus is your home away from home. It is a reclusive retreat that is in a a place outside of the normal world of Varen. There is a physical door you can leave out that empties out into the uh, city of Mirskan. But you're completely protected. It's it's essentially a, a tower uh, in another dimension. You guys have been there for maybe a day or two, uh, collecting yourselves, getting things prepared, and you have decided to head to the northeast to the dwarven stronghold of Stormhall, where Bali is originally from. Uh, you folks have decided to go that way for uh, what particular reason? There's a uh, pray tell uh, one of the wrist spheres up there. All right. And a whole bunch of undead. And yes. a whole bunch of undead. So the group decided to head there. Xanner and Yelena, the young sorceress, have decided to remain behind. They are going to focus on her training within the Nexus. Xanner has some ideas as to how to greatly uh, improve her magic and build her confidence up. And they are going to be essentially doing that... X-Men, what is it, War Room type thing of... Danger Room. Danger Room, thank you. Uh, that they're going to be doing. Xander says, go ahead, they know where you're headed. Go ahead on without them. They'll catch up in a few days or a week at the most uh, as, as soon as they can. They know, they know where you're at. And you guys have then gotten some horses. You have left the city of Mirskan and are making your way out East by Northeast. We actually have a giant map here in the studio. For those of you playing the home game, you can look. Uh, there's a map available probably on our Discord. It's right here next to me, guys. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can definitely follow along if you want. You guys are leaving Mirskan, which is on the west coast of the uh, continent of Varen. Heading out on your horses, each of you have your own horse, with Bali having uh, found, miraculously, a war pony uh, that you are using. Its name, uh, its name surprisingly, is called Boulder. Boulder the War Pony. And it is... A, it just like you, it's small, squat, but like almost roided out with its muscles type of a thing as it rides down. And it's a hard gallop as you go. <laughs> Uh, and the one, two, three, four, five of you, yeah, the group is normally like seven of you with Yelena. Mm -hmm. uh, the five of you head off. Following the river and the road uh, through the kingdom of Navarre, where you've spent so much time, you're almost backtracking. Going through the fields, going through the woods, and uh, making your way along the river towards uh, the town of Tabernary. Your goal being getting into the kingdom of 
Calavier, and then following the mountain range northeast to the Dwarven Hold. This will be a two-weekish journey to get there. Uh, it's no small feat, but you have definitely started your way. Only a few days in, just outside of Tavernry, by maybe six hours or so, the group, and who is leading the group in the, in the lead horse? Probably going to be Sildren. Um, yep, as he's sort of our pathfinder of the group. All right. I'm imagining Sildren has no saddle or bit or bridle, bridle with his horse? Correct. All right. Sildren, you can see up ahead there is a collection of two wagons and four men who are armed and uniformed on the road up ahead. They're quite some distance away. Um, they can see you. This is a wide open plain, very gentle hills. They can totally see you off in the distance. You can see them off in the distance. And they appear to have stopped some wagons, um, is what you can see from this distance. Okay. How many armed men are there? Quattro, four. And how many wagons have they stopped? Two. Okay. Um, I will inform my group and continue forward normally. I'll be there yet. <laughs> Are you riding a pig or something? <laughs> That's all we had. <laughs> About the right size. And then check my sound, Tim. They're reporting my sound may be a little hollow. So I know. Take a look at that. I'll see if I can talk louder. Uh, all right, so you're proceeding forward more, you said? Um, yeah, are these armed guys uniformed? They are. Okay. Can I tell what uniform they are? Make a perception roll from this distance. All right. Uh, oh, God, I need to find actual real things. 22 plus 13, 35. You need to make a perception roll. That's 35. <laughs> What? We have to roll the die. I did. Oh, I didn't see. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got a monitor blocking me. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, with a 35, you can absolutely see from this distance that they are four men dressed in the outfits of the Renarian Brotherhood, a religious group you folks have run into in uh, the past. Oh, snap. We're in for trouble, boys. And yes. I not can see oh, anything up ahead. The Renarian Brotherhood ahead. Yeah, let's get them. Uh, are th is there any cover or anything nearby? No, this is very just grass maybe a foot high is the most cover you have. Uh, I could disappear easily. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's our plan? We're just going to go up and start stabbing? Um, That's my plan. That's a good plan. I I yeah, don't actually. Maybe we could I have try to, be to honest, just ride through. I don't see anything like wrong over with the that top plan. Of them? <laughs> I, I don't like not on top of them, but like maybe whoever past they're them? stopping is in trouble too. I would imagine. What if we uh, ride past them, them, but like take our swords and slash? Are the Renarian known to Molly? No, no. We have. I don't see any problem here. Let's keep moving. What sort of jurisdiction do do they have? None. They don't they have, have jurisdiction. No jurisdiction. They're criminals. Well then. And they're bullies. And they're not very good people at all. They have we've encountered them in Mirskan and they were very happy to have no king in that city. 
then we ride through. Over the top of them. If they don't get stab, out the way. Stab, stab. If they don't get out the way. If we can pass by quietly and they are, and the people that they have stopped are fine, then we can pass. But otherwise, I think we... Well, we don't have Xana with us, so quietly is an option. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's Hi. a good point. Hi. 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 I forgot. <laughs> so that's what you guys want to do? Go quietly through them? Yeah, uh, well... Well, it's either Bully this way or... casts a vital beacon on himself. Okay, a healing mm-hmm. beacon, ready to go. <laughs> it's either... yeah, I'm not taking any chances. By my count, it's either this way or a three days journey around. Oh, we'll go right by them if we can. We're not right going to go around them. But I guarantee you, they're not going to let us just pass quietly, so... We're enough to the cabin. Let's get to the stabbing. Yeah! Don't you I don't have... think I've seen you do much stabbing, though. Don't you have the hammer? Yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to you too much. I'm taking it on. <laughs> maybe you, maybe use that war hammer for something other than a paperweight. All right, we're riding into this. Okay, the group starts riding in, led by Sildren. Yep, and as we are, before they can really easily tell that we would be casting spells... I'm going to give our whole group a little haste. Okay. Um, haste? I believe it's yeah. six level. Uh, at six level, it'll affect up to six people. What's so that, that mean? Be, we get actually. Uh, you move? get one extra action move. that can be a stride or strike. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. pretty damn huge. But it can't be um, anything other than a stride or a strike. Yaru would like to kind of lead his horse close, not like a little bit behind Sojin, but sort of near the front of the. Uh, pack, I guess. Okay. Going to use his hobnobbing skills whenever he can. Here. All right. The five horsemen of the apocalypse ride close to this stop, and you see the first wagon starts rolling on past and heading further east down the road. There's an, one that wagon still there, and then these four Renarians. They have horses that are tied off uh, to the side uh, that they're maybe. Th- 50 feet away from, and the Renarians are there. They have their hammers slung over their sh- behind their backs, over their shoulders, and your group comes up to them. Two of them, as they're known for coming in pairs, two of them split off from the wagon, walk past it, and come up to your group. One of them holds out a hand and says, Hold there! State your business! Uh... Sildren says, you have no authority to halt us on this road. We are emissaries of the king, and we know who you are, and we know you need to be gone. Because you have been kicked out of the city, and any resistance from you will result in a lot of pain. Make an intimidation roll. This is not what I'm known for. And that's going to be, let's see, five plus probably not enough. Uh, Chris, roll back, everybody. Total of six. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, if he gets like 26, that's in the round. We have full authority from King Phaon to patrol these roads and the towns as necessary. You just told a lie. Step aside or die. Uh, his buddy draws his warhammer. The man speaking does not and says, you speak that you are emissaries of the king. Prove that that is true and you may yet pass. 
Uh, my name <laughs> is Percy Von Skeetingleaver, and I uh, once was the, the proud protector of our King Feon, and he has granted me leave uh, to come with these folks here and uh, fight the dragons. Uh, but he, uh, he is not a fan of Yoon's. I know that that much. The wheel, hammer-wielding one steps back and says something to the one who's speaking. A little quick a little counsel. The one speaking says, Your words are confusing to us. <laughs> we understand that you are guards of the king, but our understanding is all the guards are hunting dragons to the north, yet you head east. Explain. My brothers. Exterminate. Exterminate. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers, look at his scabbard and notice the sigil on it. It's uh, the wolf. What's that? This is my uh, my 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 tabard. 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 He's showing him his. Don't cake. we also have badges? <laughs> is that a sword thing? Don't we have badges too? Like from the. We game? don't need no stinking badges. Sorry, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your we... one. <laughs> Minus the hero point. <laughs> you know as well as I, no man would wear the colors of someone he does not truly support. Let us pass and return to slay the dragons as we promised him we would. We are agents of the king on the king's business. And we are also on the king's business. No, I no, no, you're not. Do not question our authority. He has selected us to protect these roads. Now, I do believe what you are saying is true of whom you represent. So I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. But... <laughs> Can't you see? <laughs> He's going full Kirk. You never go full Kirk. <laughs> but your quest that you... Oh, man, I can't put any pause now. But your quest that you uh, give, I think, is a cunning ruse, and you are perhaps lying, as all dragons are northbound, and yet you head east. Dragons go where they go. Now let us on our way. Don't slow me down, you weak human. Bolly's raising his hammer that he has no experience with. Mega intimidation plus two. Christopher's first roll. Um, trying to look at my sheet. Okay, plus two. Here we go. Uh, 29. He says, very well. Sorry, 30. No. <laughs> Very well. You may pass, but mind your manners. Ah! And he get out of the way as the ward donkey goes busting by. <laughs> <laughs> Trace in the size of a saw. There's like three pack mules and a couple. Of things. Yeah. Uh, they get out of the way. You guys uh, go around the wagon. He does some wave motion as the last of you goes by, and the other two Renarians back off, and you go past. See you later, boner farts. <laughs> and off they go. Piercy gives him a stink eye as he rides by. They do not accost you, and you continue on down the road east towards Tavernry. Sildren, can you make a promise to me? No. Mm. <laughs> what if it's <laughs> next time we meet Rodarian Brotherhoods? Can can we get them? Like that hurt, not being able to I even know. draw a sword. Uh, 
or now, a knife or even like it, throw sh- shit at him or something if they are truly an employee of the king then that is they're not our concern they i am surprised you know, as well as i do i'm they're they full let of us shit. pass i have they a let feeling... the wagons pass that is abnormal behavior as far as i can oh, tell i'm sure they let they're letting these wagons pass shaking them down they had their asses handed it to them before true are they scared of us i'm sure this is not the last time we will see them Balik. Um, i know that's why i'm trying to get children to make me a promise you'll get your chance next time we see them no right? promise Maybe. Eventually, but no promises as next time. You um, will get to kill. <laughs> so I imagine we're going to overtake the wagons. You just passed one that was still stopped, and now you're approaching the one that was let go. Okay. Yep. And like, what kind of people are in this wagon? Uh, you ride up to it. It is a bunch of Thavian uh, traders from the south. So slightly reddish-skinned folks uh, tend to uh, uh, favor mustaches uh, and more of a gypsy vibe. Okay. So hipsters. <laughs> no plaid. <laughs> Hello, traders. All right, you ride up alongside. <laughs> they continue to ride, and one of them says, Hello. How was your encounter with the Brotherhood? Better than expected. As was ours. I'm quite surprised by their behavior. We've heard to expect uh, plenty of them on the roads. Hmm. Where have you heard that? From the taverns where we merchants gathered just outside of the city. They claim to be um, an employee of the king. That's what they say. And why Why do you care? Just making conversation. It's All a lonely right. we road. We were told that the wardens were monitoring this. another hero area. on the other side of the wagon. We were told the wardens were monitoring this area. We know some of them. It's not what we've been hearing the last uh, few weeks. What change? The war. With the north? Yes. Does it send the wardens up north? All of them? I don't know. I don't care. Our trade is down south and up to Mirskan at its most. And perhaps if things continue to grow worse, we might have to leave Mirskan out of our travels for a bit. What do you guys uh, sell? Spices and cloth, colored cloth. Oh, what kind? <laughs> Our, I don't think you could handle. We don't a- have time for this. <laughs> Why well, gotta make some clothes for you assholes? He nods back, and a lady uh, goes into the back and pulls out some swath cloth that are very silk, uh, very smooth silks, and some satins of very garish, bright colors, bright blues, bright pinks, some bright, bright whites as well. Ooh. Can I, get, can I want to buy some of the, can I buy a swath of that pink silk? Uh, the woman says, of course, but how would you can't, you're, uh, you're on a horse. This is way too big. She's very observant. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm a little, this horse is big. She looks at her husband who just shrugs. Um, how much money do you want to spend? That will determine the quality of the components. And I have three gold in my fingers. Oh, that will get you some good stuff. So you get one of those big, like 
three, yeah. four foot spindle things of what? What color were? Uh, like a um a magenta. All right. Yeah. You have to write that down now. Yeah, There's yeah. no digital character sheet anymore. Uh, all right. You get a big magenta spindle tossed your way. You're holding onto it awkwardly on the horse. And then I, I fall back a little bit and I slip it right into my bag of holding. Okay. <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> well, good luck. Yeah, good luck to you. Safe journeys to you. You guys travel on eastward. The day gets long. It's time to camp. You push on a little bit further and arrive at the gates to the town of Tabernry. Again, getting this weird backtracking of adventures where you're now heading back in where you've been. And you are going to find a place to rest here for the night. And as you come up to the gate, you see there are two regular guard folk kind of lazily sitting on some stools outside. One of them gets up as you approach. They have some torches providing the only light you can see. Beyond, you can see the lights of the city itself. Uh, it's been a while since you've been here for sure, right? Like a long time. Mm, some of us haven't even I've been, been here. Yeah. Yard's never been here. And you uh, walk up, and the guard says, uh, "Hey, welcome to Tabernry." And these are tech town guards, or are these regular townies. Townies, <laughs> indeed. It's a silver each. To just get into the city? For what? Children gives them a goal. <laughs> Come on, let's go. So, all right. <laughs> you just don't even question, like it. No, Why do you have to no, I don't. We you have, have to pay to get into a city. We have better things to do than to question town guards today. You're no fun. <laughs> when did you become so such a party pooper? Uh, September of the last three months, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are inside the town of Tavernry, and what do you want to do? I guess find a place to what, stay. Yeah, what time is it? It's around 7 p.m. Let's find an inn to, like, just stay the night, right? Indeed. Unless you guys want to keep pushing on. No, I think staying here would be a night. good idea. Okay. As loath as I am to stay in the city. Uh, yeah, we'll find the closest inn. All or right. For the, night, the nicest inn. All right, you find a recommended inn. It's called the Fall Feather Inn in the center part of town and not too far from it. I believe actually look overlooking it is a courtyard market area without a lot of stalls. And instead is this giant church tower of light from the Renarian Brotherhood, this tall imposing church with lots of magical light emanating from it at night. You can also see one pair of Renarian brothers uh, walking the city streets on some sort of patrol. For those of you who have been in this town where they were doing that before, um, this is something you've seen, something you weren't expecting, but also a lot less of them than before. Before there were constant patrols. This is just after you're, as you're riding quietly through the town at night, you just see one pair of guys off in the distance walking around. They don't seem to accost you or anyone else, and you make your way to the inn. Uh, now the police looking like she wants to accost. Sildren, Sildren, look! It's I the next see, um, <laughs> And I made no promise. God damn it. They aren't causing us. Hey, it's been a long time. I've only been to the city once before. It was years ago. Where the where's this tower come from? Like this tower was definitely not here. This was like a a marketplace. They sold all sorts of stuff. What happened? Like when did this go up? 
I you've spent a lot of time here. I you did. told uh, me about spending a lot of time here. Yeah, didn't I mention the tower during our discussions and when it went up? And no, no, okay. I I honestly can't recall. Okay. <laughs> Recently. Well, let's let's go let's go to, go to the inn. Get some get some some foods and drinks. Have, am I really the only one that have been to Tavernry? Well, yeah, you know, in this group right now. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously. Minus Zanner, yeah. Minus Zanner. Dang. Yeah, crazy. How's it feel to be senior in the group? The I old guy. Memories, but I'm All like, we no. have to do is get Best rid of Zanner, and I will be senior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys can rest at this uh, decent inn uh, for the night, but it has no food and no drinks. It is yeah. 100% an inn. Well, let's uh, I'll get some rooms, and uh, we go find some food. What kind of inn doesn't have food and drink? A shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> Who picked this inn? It's the, I think it's the only inn here. We go try to stay at the tower. You think that's an inn? No, I do not. You try. You go, you guys. You're Come really in. looking to cause some trouble today, aren't you, Polik? Uh, hello, <laughs> my name is Polik. <laughs> what you mean today? <laughs> okay, uh, I'll pay for a couple rooms. Okay. That's part of your normal. Yeah, company. let's go. Let's go get some some beers. I second that. That's... Indeed. Well, it's, in, we, we, innkeeper, where yeah. where's the what's the best bar in town? He said, "Oh, there's a, a really cheap, crappy one on the on the on the bay. Uh, you can definitely get some some cheap stuff there. Uh, and then there's a, a nicer one called Pegs. What's the shitty one called? I will check. Boop." Pegs back end. <laughs> what is this town? This is called Tavernry. I know I have to have had it. It is totally called Pegs the Seahorse Tavern. Tavern. Not the Sea Pony? No. That would have been a fantastic if we had planted that uh -huh. way in advance. Uh, okay, yeah, let's go to Pegs. That's that sounds a, better. That sounds good. All right. You guys head to Peg's Tavern, a place the group has been to many, many times, but only but Sildren has been to here in this before. Mm -hmm. uh, Sildren, it looks familiar. It is a cozy, cozy classic tavern with a central bar in the middle, almost like a U shape, with a friendly old one-legged barkeep there uh, and above are balcony sections where you can go up only if the hostess seats you and they never seem to want to seat you there even though you want to go there so bad red lobster here in portland um but uh you go in and the uh, bartender says oh, well, welcome welcome come in come in is take it, a seat is it peg it is peg my Peg, uh, Sildren waves to Peg. He nods. He brings some uh, tankards over for the five of you and says, uh, what brings you here to... Oh, I know you. You're the Sildren uh, Ranger. Very close. Yes. Yes. He and pats you on the back. Some of my newer companions here. Well, good to meet you. Yes. Uh, hello. Uh, why to call you Peg? <laughs> He's on account of the leg. He swaps the leg up on the <laughs> table with a thunk. You is that chestnut? <laughs> it, yeah, it sure is. You can split that with one chap. <laughs> and uh, I don't recognize you either. Who are you? Uh, call me Bully. Do you have any of the dwarven ales on tap? I do. It's a little expensive. 
Well, how expensive can it be? The mountain's right there. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a gold. It's one of my a most gold. expensive. I think, you're, I think you're being robbed. All right, uh, gold then. Wait, I don't have any gold. Can someone spare me? A you have? Oh, you don't have coins at all for some reason? I'll, I'll buy them. You bring him one, but bring me one also, and I'll give you... I'll pay for him. Got it. And then as he leaves, he uh, gets in close to you, Sildren, and whispers, so uh, things things haven't gone good then, huh? Not so good, no. <laughs> you went, you, you've gone through a lot of mess. These are the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking a little ragged. Turnover rate's pretty high. Good help's hard to find, as they say. Uh, I, your your boys were, were good men. Sorry to hear that they've they've been lost, but the one I want to know about most, how's how's my old boy? Uh, unfortunately, he has passed. Brenrose Aldermain has fallen. You say? Indeed, a valiant and um, glorious death. Can you tell me how? Lie to me if you have to. Leave me with a good story I can pass along. Well, he saved the rest of us from the dragon char ice. He stood out uh, and faced her down, drew her blood, and saved us from our from, from certain death. I feel like he would have uh, Sacrificed himself, uh, that his sacrifice was valiant and and worthy. Well, that's grave news. An end of an era. Indeed. I think I'm one of the last of my group still alive and well. And, and I appreciate the lie. And he taps you on the back. <laughs> walks and gets some uh, some drinks, brings him over with a more cheerful uh, cheerful uh, smile and, pre- and gives the two expensive drinks to you two, Palik and Bali. The rest of you guys get uh, free drinks. He says, let's let's all have wait, a drink for... Wait, wait, paying for... <laughs> You're not paying for it! For, I mean, for thanks, Sir Brenrose! Let's drink to Sir, Sir Brenrose! Sir Brenrose! Ah, yeah! Who's he... <laughs> Noble and true. Tell us, Peg. And he drinks and drinks and says, uh, "So, what's the uh, news from Mirskan? I know of the other towns around here, but I don't haven't heard much from Mirskan. It's still there. Well, that's saying something these days. No, well, it's they're preparing for war. The different." civilizations or the kingdoms are have convened and have chosen to mostly do nothing mm. and we are um we have been to Ivoron and and back and um it, it is the situation is dire we are spending one night here and then moving on i've heard shepherd's dell has all but closed up some heading north to help with the war others heading far south to get out of Charm's way. And then there's the great slaughter at Edlin Home not too long ago, too. Things have been dire. What? Uh, 
We where? At Edlin Home, have you not heard? We've heard mm, of this place, yes. That is where Xanner is from. Tell us about that. Supposedly some shadowy demon some weeks back, maybe a month. Hey, when was Edlin Home hit? No one answers. Maybe a maybe a month ago. Shadowy demon came in, slaughtered everyone in the uh, tavern there, the Ember Lantern. Even uh, slew the town mayor and slew the old uh, Boer Fletcher as well. Heard the only thing that took him down was some crazed wizard who destroyed the demon once and for all. That is dire news indeed. Yeah, everyone's worried about dragons and dragon kin filled with ice and snow coming from the north and all of a sudden shadows attacking right in the heart. Uh, speaking of ice and the snow, has it been a wintry here? Uh, it was, uh, but it's uh, today's been a lot better, and uh, last few days have been a lot, uh, a lot warmer, more cheerful. Spirits have been up. I have a few more people in the tavern. You're welcome. R what? Yeah. Uh, yes. Cheers. Cheers. He confusedly drinks again. We just Soder came... confusedly drinks. <laughs> <laughs> we just came from the land of the ice and snow, where the midnight sun and the hot sun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Pig, when, since when did the, the Bernarians started patrolling the roads outside of town? We ran into a couple of them. Oh, yeah. I well, thought those shitbags were kind of like just in the city. No, they, yeah, they were uh, pretty much kicked out for uh, for the longest time, for months and months. They were allowed to have uh, a couple people in their temple, but weren't allowed to do anything outside of that temple of light by the king's order. But not too long ago, the, uh, the king's army of just a small squad left the town. And then not long after that, several of our guards left the town and the Renarian uh, were told to pick up the slack, keep an eye on things. They were told by who? Supposedly the king, our new mayor, uh, has passed along that, and he is not under their thumb at all. And they haven't been as bad as they were before. I'll, I'll give them that much. Indeed, we ran into them along the road, and they were almost amenable. I'm optimistic, but cautiously so. Hmm. Seems out of character for it. Me. It does seem out of character. I agree. You're three? I agree that this uh, seems out of character for our king to. Yeah, He's piercing. saying it's irie that they're acting so. It no, is uh, iron. It is ironic, yes. yes. Do, you, do you think the king. You know <laughs> the king better than all of us. Do you think the king would really put them to use? Yes, uh, times are uh, different now with the the dragons and the and the the shadows and but uh, it's it's a, it's a different times. I don't know. Oh, I can think of something. I I get back to you. You're okay. So Ed, Edlin Home, what's this place? I've heard of it. I've never been there. It's. Xanner's home. It's where the um, the defenders uh, originated from in many ways. Yeah. Um, I feel like we are obligated to check out Edlin home to 
check in on Xanner's family, since they are still there. Xanner has family? Indeed. Wow. We could still follow the river into the mountain if we go that way. Mm. It is only, it's like, what, two, three days from Tabernary? Uh It would be two, three days out. If you take that river further through the woods, it would significantly slow you down. So you could go up to Edlin home and then skirt around the south of the woods, and then you'd probably be adding four more days of travel or continue on your path and uh, not add four more days of travel. As the falcon flies... How far is Mirskan from Tavernry? From Tavernry, about four or five days. For a bird? Oh, for a bird? I don't know speed, but I'm giving you straight direction as it flies straight direction. Oh, you're literally talking messenger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like, wait, that's not what the phrase means. Um, what is your thing? Oh, it's like 24 hours. 24 though, right? hours. No, that won't work. Damn it. Is there no heighten to that spell? Uh... It's only I only have it because of a ring. Oh, okay. So, but he did. Peg did say that happened some time ago. So, what has happened there has happened. It is likely we could be of no real benefit other than information if we do go to mm -hmm. Edlin home. Um. Is there any way to get word to Zaner? Uh, I mean, I might help with that. They're going to follow. He's going to follow us in a few days or a week or whatever. If he hears about that, like there's knowing that little guy, there's not going to be any stopping him from heading right there. And true without us, he's hopeless. I know you're talking about that, that little gnomish. Yes. One. Yeah. Goofy one. I can pass on any message if he comes this way. And there's also a merchant messaging service. It'll take days, but I can also have a handwritten message sent back where you came. AOL Mer merchant messenger. You've got scroll. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I think we should go and investigate. It does sound on... like it would be right to do that for Xanner. Indeed. Peg, you should tell them that we are on our way there, but he may not expect to see us if he does go that way. And it sounds like Raineth, the shadowy figure. That's what I feel. Your buddy? Yeah, my best of friend. Scorgenar is still using him. But it sounds like an old wizard kind of took care of him. And, and we have taken care of him twice now. Hmm. And he is returned. Um... And if he does return, are we ready to face him as we are? Of course. Look ready at Ready or not, yeah. here we he come. will answer to <laughs> us. I'm looking forward to charging in the, to the stone halls, but uh, I understand looking after friends. Indeed. Xana would do this for any of us. Then to Edlin Home. And we got to check it out for the little guy. Yeah. So we take the long way around, huh? And we could take a, I wonder, are, uh, Peg, are the sh uh, barges still running from Edlin home? Yeah. Toadies are still out and about. And how long from Edlin home back to Tabernary via that route? That would not save you time due to the okay. angle of Tabernary. Gotcha. All right. Um, very well. 
then we know our path in the morning then. All right, you guys boldly charge forward to the rest of your evening, relaxing mm -hmm. with drinks, and then boldly forward to comfortable in, relaxing and sleeping, waking up refreshed. And the next morning, you guys head out. Unless, stop me if you need anything in town. You're heading out, heading north. You change course, head northeast uh, along the road and river to Edlin Home. Again, going back in time uh, location Yeah, we've traveled yeah. Um, in the reverse direction. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Nice circle of one section of the uh, map. <laughs> if we had only gone to Thousand Islands first, first and then gone back. The whole thing in reverse. <laughs> Uh, you arrive back at Edlin Home. This is, geez, not a comforting home place because no one here is from here. Sildren, you've been here before. Yeah. This is where you got your Black Lotus from. Mm -hmm. uh, the, Bright Lotus. Bright, Bright Lotus, Lotus sorry. thank you. Uh, the town of Edlin Home is a quaint place of small farms, a few shops in the middle area, and it's essentially like a, a letter T on its side with a road and a river uh, going through and it's got some forests, it's got some hills. It's known for its famous uh, oversized church to the Temple of Carahel, just hidden off into the woods off in the distance. And as you ride in, you get some looks from a farmer off in the distance. They don't pay you much attention though, and you come in, and where are you headed? Uh, towards the, not the Ember Lantern. Which one was Xanner's Ember Lantern? Uh, uh, uh. I did not bring my my booklet today, and I'm sorry. I do not remember. I remember their Thankful names. Lodge. Yeah, it's the Ember Lantern. Thankful Ember Lantern. Lodge was, okay, uh, that's was right. Yeah, so we head towards uh, the lake. Uh, I guess I think it's like the northwest side of the lake. Is okay. that correct? All right. Um, to the Ember Lantern. Going to the Ember Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Ember Lantern is the tavern where Xanner was raised and was a... A uh, little mini, was it, uh, bar back, um, bar boy for the longest time. Uh, you approach, the tavern is closed. There are wooden boards over a mostly destroyed door that's been hastily reboarded back up and it looks like no one's been there for quite some time. There's also boards over some broken windows as well. Um, is there any, like, path into the building? Like, you said there's boards over... The place is boarded up. Okay. Is there anyone walking around? Sure. Yeah. Or not walking around, but you can. There's farmers not too far in the distance. What do they seem normal? Are they working slower? Are they working? Or are they just? Kind They're of working. working. One even waves from just outside a shouting distance okay. and goes back to work. Yeah, that's. Um, I think approach. Yeah. And ask some questions. Okay. You walk up to uh, a uh, farmer who's uh, hoeing away. And, he's, hey and he sees you. <laughs> hey, excuse us, <clears throat> sir. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. We tried to go to the Ember Lantern. We heard about this place uh, from a friend long ago, but it doesn't seem to be in the best condition. Oh no, no! It was, it was, it was attacked. It was ransacked by demons. Demons. They swarmed in blackness clawed and chewed and tore apart poor good people when did this happen gotta say my generic May 11th. <laughs> <laughs> it happened uh not so long ago a couple weeks two weeks weeks and what of the proprietor of the ember lantern 
uh, dead, all dead. Owner, dead. His uh, favorite boy, half-orc, dead. His uh, patrons, dead. Our town mayor, slain. Even old Portmer, slain. Even our Gabe, our wizard, was almost slain, but was able to defeat these uh, crazy demons. And what of the proprietor's wife? I don't think he ever had a wife. Oh, he didn't? <laughs> oh, she left because of Xanar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what of the young half-orkling boy? Just, oh, I wouldn't know him. <laughs> dead. Dead. All dead. What? So the Where demons is... just swarmed into the town and took over this shitty bar? Went straight for it. Yes. Did it... they d- destroy anything else? They attacked uh, the Ember Lantern and then uh, went across the lake and attacked the Thankful Lodge. Don't like pleasant lodgings, it seems. Do you know of the Renarian Brotherhood? We saw them in Tavernry. Have they not been patrolling here? Uh, I don't know them. Hmm. And um, the wizard, he lives in the tower there? Gabe the wizard, yes. He's a little lord. We should pay him a visit. What? Little lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The thankful lodge, though, that's still running? Yeah, absolutely. The best food you can get in town. And the proprietor the only food of the lodge? That, that is absolutely correct. What about that, sir? The proprietor of the lodge and his wife? Uh, they're fine and healthy and well, yes. You're very interested in proprietor's wives. <laughs> and how is your wife, sir? <laughs> you speak of Cyril and Marpin. You know them. I know of them more than them. I uh, am familiar with their once helper, whose name wildly escapes me after three months of not playing this game. <laughs> Seth gives no answer to his old character's name. And uh, in Carahel, the uh, Temple of Carahel, it still stands. Untouched. Surprisingly not thought of by the Game Masters. They surely should have intervened in that battle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell? I never even put that together. Oopsie doodles. <laughs> Yeah, what the... Those bastards. <laughs> What's a big temple of Carahel? Just doing anyways? nothing. They had books to read. Like, oh, the city's burning. Well, I'm you, sure it's fine. What do you want to do? Uh, we should visit... You talk to a crazy wizard? Yeah, and see if it was Rainer. You just miss Xanner. You need to talk to another crazy wizard. Mm-mm. I don't miss Xanner. Yeah. At least one and I don't episode. miss crazy wizards, but I do want to find out if this creature was raining. We have an opening. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if he's uh, willing to submit a resume. The farmer points at his field and says, well, I've got to go. This fertile fuzziness ain't going to hoe itself. Oh. Oh, have fun. Enjoy the hoeing. And he gets back to it. <laughs> and you a got- fuzzy. You guys head off to uh, Gabe the Wizard's Tower? Did I hear that correctly? Yep. All right. You head to Gabe's Tower. This is a old dilapidated looking two and a half, three story tower and knock upon the door. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time. Knock again. Before you finally hear a, what? Who? Coming? Coming? Wait. Oh. And you hear some collapsing sound. Oh, oh okay. Um. And you hear a door unlock and unlock. 
and a door creaks open a little bit. And there you see a frail, old-looking wizard. I'm imagining a more uh, mad scientist, bushy-haired guy on Professor Farnsworth from Futurama is the visual that I have for Gabe the Wizard. He is wearing a, a tattered, stained gray robe and nothing else. And it is just Barely being held together by a thin little cord around his waist. Good afternoon, Archwizard. Yeah. I am Sildren, and these are Mrs. Bali and Palik and Yaru and Piercy. Um, we've come to have... He sticks out a hand through the crack in the door and shakes each of your hands. <laughs> oh, thank God that's a hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doubles his other things as well, from what I understand. Um we came to ask you some questions about the trouble in, at the Ember Lantern a few weeks back. Yes! Uh, may we come in for a moment? We are f- friends of, or I was a friend, I am a friend of Xanner, whose father was the proprietor of the Ember Lantern. You're a friend of Xanner? Indeed. Make an intimidation roll. My time is quite precious for me. I need coin. I'm I'm a I'm a wizard for hire. I must be hired. Hire me. Does this have to be done through the little hole? I don't like everything <laughs> with me must be done through a little hole. Here's, I have a gold for you, but you gotta let us in first. Very well. And he opens up the door. Hmm. Come in. Come in. Yeah. Yeah. And he forgets all about the coin as you come on in. (laughs) Come in, have a seat. I am Gabe the Wizard. I cast many magical spells. What do you need? Curses lifted. Curses given. He casts a spell upon Yaru. And Yaru, a small ear appears on the top center of your head. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone be quiet. (laughs) Be quiet. Oh, my God. Make it stop. You're so loud. Magic aplenty. Uh, can you tell us, Gabe, what happened at the Ember Lantern? The Ember Lantern? Yes, I was there when it fell. Don't worry, it'll go away in a month. The Ember Lantern was attacked by an evil shadow. What was the nature of this creature? I can say it was not from this realm. I would say it was from a realm of death and violence i would go so far as to say perhaps the plane of shadow or perhaps the realm of illistel those are my two guesses does a realm of illistel mean anything to children no maybe make a religion roll uh that's going to be 20 nope Cool. You can travel between the planes. Only powerful wizards like myself. I have been training my whole life to be able to do something like this. We should listen to this man. You won't listen to this I'm man? I'm trying very hard to listen to him, obviously. <laughs> it was this creature sent away? Or did you kill it, as the villagers uh, say you have? 
I banished the beast from this realm. He won't be gone forever. No, 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 no. But is gone for now. Perhaps you might be interested with that question. In this! And he reaches into his robe deep and pulls out... And pulls out a biscuit and places it on the table before you, Bali. Soldier's like, like just running a hand across his neck, being like, no, "Say no, a smell, dwarf. Any I'm smell just, at all? Say I'm it to the biscuit. Say the smell to the biscuit, afraid. dwarf. <laughs> Say it. Does it smell like? Does it smell like? Does it... Say a smell, dwarf, to the biscuit. I want you to smell like red dragon." All right. After about five seconds, the smell of sulfur starts to fill the room and kind of a weird guano, bat guano type smell as well mixed together. Bobby, did you just uh, shit yourself? (laughs) That's that's beersy, man. It's delicious. (laughs) As uh, wasn't me. Did you say it smells delicious? It smells delicious. It was you! <laughs> it's an ash face. Gross. Can I keep the biscuit? You can't do that inside. You can buy one of my many items like this. Only 20 gold and it's yours. Oh, it's, what, what other items do you have? It is the biscuit of incense. I said that last word correctly. That's <laughs> how <laughs> <on> games <laughs> That other biscuit is for something else. <laughs> This is the biscuit of CBD. <laughs> what else do you have? You said items. Uh, yes. What's the biscuit that can smell weird? I have. What the... happens if you eat this biscuit? Is it gone forever? Oh, don't eat the biscuit under any circumstances. What if you eat it? I don't know. Bad things? Not good. Not good. Here, you asked for something else. Here, he reaches into an, another pouch and pulls out five marbles and rolls them at your side of the table, uh, Polik. I pick up the marbles. Don't pick them up. Why not? Unless you want to remember something that you have long forgotten. Oh, I do not want to remember anything ever. It will recall that which you need to recall most from 10 seconds ago. That's not very long. For some... You must eat more marbles. It is a lifetime. I use them constantly. This explains much. He's got him him broken up and he's sniffing. (laughs) Let's do a rail of marbles. (laughs) Bumps memories. (laughs) It's my birthday. Oh, and I have one more that's handy. Quite handy indeed. And he reaches in and pulls forth a uh, beret. That's a nice beret. He says, Is it raspberry? It's it's a beret of disguise. It has two uses. When you put the beret on and say the command word, it will take form of any uniform you have seen. Ooh, I like that. And the other? I try it before I buy it. No, it only has two uses. Only two. Oh, I'll give you. I'll give you ten gold for that beret and the biscuit. Each is twenty. Come on, you gotta work with me a little bit. Make a diplomacy roll. Shit. A thirty-nine. 
Absolutely. Nice. Palik has the biscuit, the biscuit of incense, and the beret of disguise. And what was the other effect of the beret? It's the same. Yeah. Two, two uses. Units, two times. Two charges. It's got an on switch and an on switch. Well, why didn't you say that the first time? What? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get in here? <laughs> Give me back my marbles. Go I need the marbles. I've lost my marbles. <laughs> hey, Piercy. Yes. What do you think Xana's favorite smell is? I'm going to get him to eat this biscuit. <laughs> I think his favorite smell is, uh, is confidence. No. Smell like confidence. Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> what was the beret called? Beret disguise. These are very clever names. <laughs> well... That's what we get for a three-month hiatus. The clever stuff is next week. <laughs> How do we inform Xanner of what's happened? I don't think we can. We gotta wait till we see him. We can't just send a note. Um. Besides, he's training that little girl thing, and uh, making her spout more magic. He'll be distracted. He won't be able to do any of that. Besides, we have things to do. We've got to go to the mountains. We've got to visit my kin. Kill some undead. And Gabe, you will confirm the the proprietor of the Ember Lantern has died. Yes. Yes. Sadly, so. Hmm. Uh, what about we heard about a shadow thing? You you killed it. I said I banished it. Gone. Were you here? Like we Did, just talked about. Uh, Try these marbles. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> but to where? To where did you banish? They help you remember, but when they wear off, you forget. <laughs> Twenty seconds. <laughs> uh, to where did you banish it? Back to where it came from, wherever that is. Oh. Uh, for, uh, for how long? It depends on how well the magic sank in. I know for sure. A month, so two more weeks, perhaps. Bolly heard Illestel. What do you know where that is? Make a religion roll. Religion roll. Do I have religion? I should. You should. I should indeed. Uh, <clears throat> 41. Am I reading that right? Holy cow, that's a big number. 41. With a 41, you know that Illestel is the realm of the dead for the majority of souls when they pass if they are not fully dedicated to their god your god or goddess will take you straight in uh, if you are not like dedicated then you will go to Illestel and it's like a like a mini purgatory type concept but it's not bad per se it's just it's 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 the waiting room of the damned uh where then gods can uh collect your souls and move you to their realms or not and you phase into other planes of existence that are not as pleasant or what have you well it keeps good thing we're dedicated (laughs) um we should I think we have learned what we need. We should send a messenger to Tabernary that we have visited Edlin home to, for Xanner. 
that we have visited Edlin home and we have are we going back to Tavernry? We got to go back to Tavernry to get around the fucking. Mm, no, we'll travel south and then uh, we'll skirt the forest south of the river oh, okay. and then break east from there. Um, but we, from here, we can send a messenger to Tavernry for Xanner that we have been to Edlin home, discovered. We have news of what occurred there, and to continue. And join us post haste. How how far away is Edlin home from Tamanry or a bird? <laughs> That's a day. Okay, I I, I sent a message uh, to to Tamanry and uh, Vincenter and and Yelena to get there. They they can see it. Very good. So uh, Piercy uses messenger. I think it's messenger. The animal messenger. Animal messenger. Uh, summons a bird, attaches a little note, sends it off to the Fall Feather Inn. Okay. Not the... Oh, yeah, that's where Peg is. No. Send it to Peg. It... Oh, okay. To Peg's. I was going to say, was the Fall Feather Inn where we had decided to He meet? sends it to the Temple of Light, and it okay. just reads, suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Signed, everyone. That's a penis. <laughs> <laughs> There's a marble with it. <laughs> this says, eat this. <laughs> eat me. All right. Message is sent. You guys uh, rest at the Thankful Lodge where you're given good accommodations by two uh, older proprietors. You then head out, making sure your horses are fed and rested, and head out uh, around the woods and towards the southernmost section of the storm range of mountains. Several days of travel, you are uh, unaccosted as you head out towards these mountains. The storm mountain range is steep. There are not a lot of foothills and just becomes big crags and huge cliffs. As you approach there, you can see as you head northeast, you realize you have just crossed into the border of Calavier for the first time in our campaign. Chris, did you have a question? Uh, yeah, we are traveling with 24-hour... Um, pass without a trace. Okay. I always have pass without a trace on, by the way. Okay. By the way. Can you give it to everybody else? Yeah. You can. Uh, isn't pass without a trace for... Um, isn't it a circle of effect? Maybe. Boop, 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 boop. Having sheets is weird. Does that work even if you're on, like, horseback? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't even know what level that spell is. I have it. Pardon yes. us. Is that a higher level? We are riding on these mountain steps. Yaru is keeping his head on a swivel. Okay. A little bit more than usual to some to what seem might you guys seem might odd might seem odd. Excuse me. I look nervous back there, Yaru. What are you waiting for? It's not what. This I'm my home. For... It's not some daft little collection of enemies. It's not what I'm waiting for, Bolly. It what it's what might be waiting for us. Yeah, we're perfectly fine here. This is I used to play here when I was younger. Your people are not the only ones among these mountains. Everyone always says yeah. beware the mountains. You take the low. We take the wind. Yeah, you're right. 
I, I only... Just, you... A word of caution is all I advise. I think if, if, if uh, Bowley said there's nothing here, then I, I think there's nothing here. Yeah, totally safe. I nothing to worry would about. not go that far. All right, heading around, you guys are on wide sweeping plains of Calavier. This is known for, this country is known arguably as the most civilized kingdom in all of Varen, with a couple major cities, huge cities, huge spires, uh, led by a queen. It has lots of gentle rolling hills of high grass with roving patrols of knights is a classic view of the kingdom again huge steep mountains and i'm talking tall cliffs to the north uh yaru you know this region well as several mm -hmm. more days go by and you are your troop is now heading northeast along the mountain range you are now outside the kingdom of navarre within calivier Yar, you know this because just a few days of travel through challenging steep terrain is your Temple of the Three Winds. So you have been out here by yourself in different uh, meditative retreats or training of students of yours in the past. Mm -hmm. um, I would also want to mention you can see uh, to the north beyond these steep mountains, just beyond them, you can see growing storms, which Bali, you know somewhat, and Yaru, you know extremely well that these storms eerily gather over the huge uh, lake called Mist Lake, and then they eerily head up the mountains and across the mountain range is a very common uh, phenomenon, and that's why they get their name known as the Storm Range. So odd weather can certainly come at any time. Uh, that you know of. And you guys continue to head northeast. And Yar, you said you were keeping a very close eye out. Is that what you said? I'm just watching kind of all of the the sun the peaks and you know everything that looks like it could be a viewpoint that I know of on along this way. I'm just making yeah. sure every and corner we to come around, every pass. And obviously Sildren is taking us like like in the valleys and not up on like like you know the peaks of the hills and yeah. stuff. So we are trying to be unobserved as well while making the best time possible. Okay. And um, then Palika has pass pa permanent pass without a trace. So we're I look into that. It's from my boots and it's only in forest environments. Uh, okay. So, so Sildren has sorry. pass without a twenty four hour pa pass without pass without trace. And what does that do? Uh, allows <clears throat> it plus kind of stuff. Yeah, I think for everyone. essentially, uh, you obscure the tracks you leave behind and make it harder for others to find. The DC of checks to track you gains plus four status bonus, or is equal to your spell DC, whichever results in a higher DC. Uh, you can benefit from only one pass without a trace at a time, but at the fifth level version, it is for. Instead of being one hour, it's 24 hours. And again, it was increased the DC of being tracked? Correct. Okay, great. Uh, your group is essentially following this cliff face mountains and still making great time and knowing uh, Bali knows exactly where to head in the mountains, still several days away. And as you're making your way along, Yaru, who is watching out very closely, you see in the distance... Mm -hmm. In the grass field, maybe half a mile away, a single lone figure out in this tall grass. 
and he is making his way purposefully ahead to get into the path of your horses along the cliff edge. No one make any sudden movements. Malik, <laughs> especially you. What? what? Listen to me now. I'm on this unwieldy little beast. It's, everything's a sudden movement. Let, <laughs> let the horses act naturally. Oh. It will not harm them. I think I had a marble. So the horses can act naturally, but Malik can't act naturally? Exactly. Mm. What is? Okay. What do you see, Master Yaru? Hopefully an old friend. Hmm. Continuing on? Yeah, we're going to continue, but just his grip on the horse loosens a little bit. It's kind of letting the horse kind of just go along the path. Yaru, you see as you get closer and closer, this figure coming out of the grass and walking into the horse path along the cliff face you're riding along Mm -hmm. is wearing the robes of the Temple of the Three Wind. You yourself do not recognize this individual. You can recognize from the simple colors that he has that he is a young uh, adept in training uh, from the Temple of the Three Winds. And he stops in your path as your group comes up. And as soon as you ride up, we will take our break there. Uh, We will go ahead and take a quick break here. We'll take a look at some of our audio uh, challenges we're dealing with. And we'll be back and see what happens next. Um, yeah, and Bali, uh, Yaru will kind of uh, go with Sojourn and look to Sojourn and Bali. And Bali, because he knows the area just as well as Yaru, but Sojourn, he's our kind of nature guide. Well, I mean, like, they like legit know the trail. I'm, yeah, it's several you know. more days along the mountain range yeah. before you cut into the mountain range. Okay. All right. Yeah. You guys continue on. It has been eight, nine days mm. since you first started, probably even longer than that, 10, 11 days since you first started your adventure. The horses are doing well, particularly one crazed, uh, brutish pony uh, mm-hmm. by the name of Boulder uh, is doing quite well. <laughs> And you make your way northeast when Sildren in the lead needs to make a perception roll. You are under attack. Sildren quickly making a perception. Natural 20. Sildren, from quite a ways away, you can see a, and make a nature roll as well. You can see a very, uh, uh, the 45. Jesus. You can see it better than a six, huh? <laughs> Quite some distance away, some uh, you're in my wheelhouse. <laughs> some ropes that are let out in a narrow section. So you have this big, gigantic, multi-hundred foot cliff off the left-hand side with cuts and crevasses in multiple spots. On the right-hand side, maybe there's some large boulders and some rising hills, and then nice plains. And section, you're kind of narrowed into an area on this path. And you can see just under the grass are some hidden ropes ready to be pulled taut. And with that nature roll, you identify them as crude knollish ropes that have been hewn together quickly. There's knolls on this path and they've set a trap ahead. And I point and I point it out and looking around like with the boulders that are over there and things like that. Um, do I notice any any knolls? Do I smell them, see them? You do not, but anyone who has warfare knowledge can make a warfare roll. And Shunka, oh, at this no, point, slinks away into the what? woods. Okay. There's no woods, but he can get off yeah. into the 
like behind some boulders sure. or yeah, sort of 20. disappears. Total of twenty for Bali. That's it for warfare knowledge. That we had someone else. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think Pierce. Oh, I'm trained in that. You have Sorry. warfare knowledge. I do. Warfare I lore. That's true. yes. Warfare lore. Yes. I think like most Not most of these people great. do. Uh, twenty one. All right. But I don't know what I add to it. Oh, uh, lore. Thirty three. Okay. Piercy, you are able to identify a couple spots where you think an attack is likely to come. Right around the rope, obviously, where it's going to be pulled taut, and then you see a crude little climbing balcony of rock ledge where you think someone could be above that spot, uh, vertically about 35 feet up. And you guys are 200 feet away from this. You can't even see mm -hmm. these ropes that Sildren's talking about. Right. Uh... I think we need to watch out for up there, and there, and at the, the, that spot there. So pretty much everywhere. No, just a tree. <laughs> three there's. Got it. That'd be good, yeah. Yeah? yeah. What's that? What, we, we under attack? Children, why are you squinting well, so see, hard? What do you see? Uh, <laughs> what does your elven eye see? There's a rope on each side, and uh, I think there might be some some attackers there. And uh, up on the top, on the tower. It, so, I mean, we're kind of in a valley, and there's canyons on either side. Is the can, can, can we climb up and around in yeah, any on way? Yeah, on your right-hand side, you can get up. It's about a, your horses can get up that rise, and then you're up on the plain area more. And that looks like that would sort of circumvent the, the ambush point there. Yep. So, so it's like, follow me, and kind of goes off the path and starts heading up and around. All right. You head up and around. As you guys do so, you yeah, leave. Yeah, doesn't like that. All right. <laughs> you go away from the whole cliffside. It is slower going for your mounts, but it doesn't matter when safety is concerned. You just widely give a wide berth. Sildren, you can see one or two hidden knolls, uh, one around the boulder, another on that uh, ridge or that ledge I mentioned, and they slink down and hide, except for one boldly charges out from the boulder and throws a javelin at the last person in the group. Who's the last person in the group? Uh, probably at this point, either Yaru or maybe Palik or something like right. that. Yeah, Yaru, because he doesn't yeah, like that. You go ahead and get the spear thrown at you. Path, so Yaru. Horse. Very kind of you, Palik. Uh, what is your armor class? Uh, my armor class is 35. All right, with a... A javelin lands well short with a 17 and okay. hits the grass maybe 50 yards away from you, and you guys carry on. Mm -hmm. We're being mm -hmm. attacked! Wait, look at that. A <laughs> free javelin! <laughs> Keep traveling. We're almost around Halfway them. Halfway through the best. Well, we yes. have better things to do. We're on a mission. You got spares. There's little dragons... Blood. Uh, ancient undead. We need practice though um, too. We're gonna have a big fight. We need to practice a little, right? And then we'll, no. What would be we'll better be to fine. practice on than these little shits? We'll be fine. This isn't exactly a roadway. This is a just a, a cliffside. This is a traveling horse path, but not a not a nice road that Calivier is known for. No. But it is a place where there'd be a fair amount of trap. Yeah. Like like if we don't intervene, somebody's gonna get caught by these guys eventually it sounds like maybe not though because calavera is known for its patrols of knights 
I mean, I know where Polik's going with that. I just buy that stern look that uh, she's giving me. Yeah. <laughs> Walked us away from too many fights. Well, I hope you not to get bowled over by uh, giant stones from above. So at least to that, thank you, Seldrin. But we You're should welcome. draw a little blood. I mean... Yeah, you guys are leaving all your giant stones behind over there. <laughs> Very well. I Let's... think that's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. is the one that attacked really? me, is it trying to like... Uh, it's not pursuing at all. It threw the one Hail Mary and came up way short. Well, let's continue on a little bit and then stow the horses and come back. And we'll take care of these gnomes. And I'm going to be why? tired when I get back. We just, why can't we fight on horseback? <laughs> There's a little war pony right there. Sure. Let's just not have any plan or any, you know. They're little things. Like, if you want to leave them, let's leave them. We can keep going. How much have uh, Knowles tormented the dwarven culture? Not at all. Yeah, we, we could we could leave them. Maybe. Hey, you all. It's mutual. Let's move. <laughs> All right. So you guys carry on for the rest of this day. You uh, camp and make sure everyone's on very, very close watch for the camping. And there is no attacks that night. Although you do hear some dog barkish howling of gnolls far off in the distance. Um, you wake up the next morning, continue your travels. It is not long that morning when you see dust on the mountain uh, cliff bottom path you're on, quickly approaching your way. And you can see a band of riders racing at you quickly. They are eight in total, riding uh, big steeds with uh, metal armor on the horses. They're barding. They are metaled knights themselves with two big banners of Calivier being held high and flapping high in the wing as they race right at you guys on the opposite direction of the path you are going. Who is, who's the queen of Calivier? Andana. Andana? How the hell do you remember that? In the brain. They come charging right at you all like crazy and immediately swarm and surround you guys in a circle and continue to circle your group. Hold there. Uh, in the name of King Theon, I tell you to stop. We're uh, not. We have you surrounded. Oh, my God. <laughs> The one of the knights speaks through his helmet with a big purple plume off of his helmet. He says, What do you mean you're from the King Feon? What is your business here in Calivier? You are armed and trespassing on the Queen's territory. Uh, no, uh, we just are passing through. Well, that, I'll be the judge of that. Oh, uh, no, that's what we're doing, I tell you. We, we just are passing through. I am a knight, Sir Morgwin, of the Order of the Vigilant. Uh, sir who? Morgwin. Okay. Sir Morgwin, <laughs> I am Master Yaru of the Three Winds. You might know an associate of mine, Sir Brenros Aldermain. I do. I should say, you may know a former friend of mine he does it to us all don't worry no no he's very pleasant and gentle and dead 
And very dead. <laughs> I, it is not the reason we are here, but it does pain me to tell you that one of your own fought alongside us, fought for us, and passed with honor. But we were hoping that your queen would have gotten that message by now. Not that you would recognize us by such a name. He stops. His men continue to slowly... Uh, but you may know us by the guardians of the realm. Defenders of Edlinholm. Saviors of Tabernary and Mearscon and the Thousand Isles. Killers of, King J- <laughs> of, of Captain Jagged. <laughs> And butchers of senators. And slayer of dragons. There you go. I was waiting for that one. He says, so you ride. You are the riders of Sir Brenros. There's another one. <laughs> I'm not sure I agree with that title, but for now, yes. <laughs> he was a man of honor and he encouraged us to continue on. And so we do. Well, we have heard of you quite a bit over many months. And it would be an honor for you to return with us to Castle Lothano, home of our order. I'm sure our general would love to speak with you and hear your news. Come! How, how, we're kind of on a deadline here. How, These how are allies of the order. They will come with us, he says to his men. Mm, but we, The horses are trampling loudly. <laughs> we're on a mission from our king, King Phaon. I think that's more important than meeting your general right now. My, my knight commander would love to hear of this quest of yours then. And how, how long a journey is it to him? Or her. It's less than a day on this path. The way we're heading? Yes. We can afford that. It's on our way. Okay. Uh, If you agree to surrender, we will take you to the king. (laughs) They lead on ignoring the (laughs) Yasoki, and the knights uh, lead the way with a couple in the rear and are going fast faster than you guys are used to traveling. You push your mounts hard. This drifting pony. (laughs) (laughs) Falling out the rear. Keep with the peloton! Ponies are great on a sprint, but they're racing over long distance. (laughs) (laughs) And you travel hard throughout this day, following alongside that mountain cliff face. You arrive before sunset at Castle Lath. This is a tall, imposing castle, not a pretty one, but a strong fortress that is built halfway inside the cliff face itself. It is decorated with huge flags and banners of the kingdom of Calivier and the queen's personal flags. Uh, Very uh, proud of their uh, queen and country. You are brought in through the uh, big gates, big porculus that rises up, a huge wide porculus as well. And as you ride in, it's one of the largest, most massive stables you've ever seen that can house uh, 50, 60 horses easily. And there are only maybe 10 there though, plus the few, the eight that are coming in now from these riders. 
It's relatively quiet though inside, not a ton of activity. You can see there are two young squires in the middle of the area who stop their training as they're whacking away at wooden dummies with shields with their wooden swords and watch this entourage of what is it, eight plus five, 13 horses, 14 horses and a burrow come in and you are given stables to uh, stop and get off. The Sir Morgwin takes off his helmet. He is a young knight um, with a big scar across his right cheek and across to his chin. Uh, was probably a handsome young man in his time and now seems to have been through a lot recently is the vibe you get. And he comes over and says, uh, come, come, you can leave your horses here. We'll get you rooms uh, within the, the, the barracks. Yes, you can tell us some war stories. We can tell you of some of our adventures. He takes you up into the fortress and takes you to a barracks. It's cold, hard stone everywhere. The tapestries are all about great battles or heraldry from special nobles that have helped the order itself. This is the birthplace of the order that Sir Brenros was a part of. He regales you with several tales. Most of them are along these lines. And then we came upon the gnolls and slaughtered them to the last one. We cannot have them roaming our countryside. They're a plague, an endless, endless plague. Speaking of gnolls, we avoided some on our trail behind us. Uh, and Soldier will give them general, like, landmarks so right. he can find them. And That's not unknown to us. We'll head out tomorrow then. Do you face other threats, or do you? There was our fun. Or do you only <laughs> monitor the knolls along the pass? We face several threats. Calavier does. Most of us are on patrol throughout the kingdom itself, but we have um, the queen's army stationed to the north, to uh, the border where the pass is between us and Rescalon. There. Throughout the years, we have odd, nightmarish things that will try to blunder their way into our kingdom. So there is a force there to keep out trouble. More so, though, it is to the east, where there is another pass where we keep out the orcs from the Ironlands. And they are more, more hungry for battle. But we have kept them away for generations and do not fear that. It is the gnolls, though, that are constantly harassing our trade and our wagons and our people. What do you know of Dakarath? Dakarath up north? Yes. I know it is a abandoned place. I don't think we've had any contact there for a very long time. And of the dragonkin, the Coleum army, have you seen any trouble from them? Not that I've heard of, but you might want to ask the Knight Commander that. Uh, I will let him know you're here. Well. And what of my kin? Where are we going again? Hmm? What do you know of my kin? The dwarves? Yes. The dwarves have become less involved as far as I've been hearing. We haven't had any uh, diplomatic emissaries come from them in quite some time and trade while still happening is about half as much as we would expect and that is all that i've heard of the dwarves i do want to go to the great gate we'll find my kin up there that's where we're headed i think we could use all the help we could get 
especially from your men, Sir Morgwin. I It is not in within my power, nor should it be your responsibility to deal with an army that you have barely even learned about. But should the northern armies in Decardeth break through the storm pass, there will be no saving you, and there will be no trade whatsoever left. Not a man nor a knoll can stop them. Well, that is far beyond my orders. We will talk to your commander and see what he thinks. I will have someone come for you in a bit then. You guys have a barracks room that could house 20 all to yourselves. It's not the most comfortable of beds, but far better than being out on the road that you have been. Um, yes. Is there a roof? A roof? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, is there a path to get on the top of the barracks outside? Uh, you are inside a castle, inside a stone chamber that is a barracks. Okay. We're so like somewhere not, in a cave in not the mountain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, I got what you were looking for, a better way to sleep, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not available at this location easily. About 30 minutes later, a young squire comes and knocks on the door and says, uh, the knight commander would like to see you now. Thank you. Are Please. you guys coming armed, armored, not? Yeah. As armored as Yaru always is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not. Zildren's just carrying a staff. And bringing a wolf. Mm -hmm. All right. You guys are brought into the uh, meeting hall where there are a couple knights that are standing off to the side. There is uh, food that has been brought and sitting at one end of this giant table, again, with huge tapestries and banners displaying all the great victories of the order over the years, is the Knight Commander, a older man with a gray beard who at a distance gives you almost a little bit of a hint of a Sir Brenros vibe and gets you a bit nostalgic as you see this uh, old knight. And he rises up. He is wearing um, metal armor without a helmet or anything, but he's wearing metal armor for show, it seems like, to look impressive. And he rises up and comes over and extends a big manly slapping forearm uh, handshake thing to each of you. And says, welcome, I am Knight Commander Teoric Valmain. How do you spell that? K-N. <laughs> he says, however you like, little one. I hear you are all set, set, set. We'll have food brought and I'm eager to hear your news and share what little we have. I hear you are the defenders of the realm that have... Adventured with our Sir Brenros. Indeed. One and the same. It's a lofty title, but it's appropriate. Well, I absolutely respect what you have done. I have heard you have helped return King Phaon to power. That is no small task at all. Uh, that is adds a great deal of stability back to Varen, especially in these trying times. Can you imagine where we would be now if that old Senate was still in power in Navarre? It would be a nightmare. Navarre would be fallen, as far as I know, and may be fallen though now. But I heard you were lost. I heard you were all lost at sea, taking down 
the famed Captain Jagged. He and your ships destroyed each other and you were swallowed whole. So it's surprising to see you here. Indeed we were. It pooped us out. Yeah, we sl- we slapped that guy. We took him down. We weren't lost at sea. We were just out at sea. That's good to hear then for all of us. It what? hasn't been easy. It hasn't been easy, uh, Teoric. We have faced many things, yes, and come with our heads above water, but... We have not all come out alive. We've lost many friends, including and especially Sir Brenros Aldermain. He was one of us, a friend, a champion, and a brother. And he fell because of Charais, the great dragon. But he faced her head on. And saved us in the process. I can say that those same words hold true. He was also a friend for us and a brother for us he he led many of our recruits in our diplomatic course and our shield defense course and while i think i know that i may not have used him to the best of his abilities i know that he rose rose when Varen needed him most and showed what he was truly worth. And I know he was proud to fight alongside the likes of you, and it sounds like the same in return. Indeed. And in he has taught us a great respect for your order through his nobility. I ask you this, uh, Sir Valmain. What is the oath that you take when you become a knight? Do you swear to Galavier or do you swear to Vren? Neither. You swear to the queen. And your queen, she is loyal to all of Vren. She is loyal only to her and her kingdom. Or does she seek the betterment of the entire land? I would not speak for her but she is a a good queen and an even better woman and she wants calavier to grow and prosper she wants the light of civilization to grow and prosper across varenne and wants calavier to be that leading light and i know that she has trusted in the past and now again that the wolf has returned uh, the ally that is Navarre. We have been in contact with the wolf for some time, and he has brought it upon us to to Ivoron, at the border there, to push back the Colium forces and do our best to help them. Now we ask you to ask your queen to help him push <clears throat> them back further. What forces she can lend if she can send them north to Dakarath to aid in the fight against the undead. This is where we are going next. Your journey here is to head into the undead kingdoms, the old Bizeran Empire? Precisely. Absolutely. Yes. Suicidally. 
Those are dangerous lands. We're dangerous people. And we do dangerous things. I, that I do not doubt. We did not pledge an oath such as yourself. I am a monk. I pledged my life to my temple and its teachings. I do not expect any of my allies here pledged such an oath, but they have given their lives time and again for Varen. I would ask each of you and your soldiers to do the same, to look inside and see what is more important. Vigilantly guarding a safe pass or going to fight the demons themselves. I can say that I can pass on this information to the queen. She gets information from different sources and I will absolutely add this information for her to make the best decision. I can also warn you that if you were heading into the old Bizeran Empire up north, uh, that to leave letters for your loved ones behind, as it is can be quite calm with what expeditions we send out very infrequently or incredibly violent. Those lands care, particularly Rascalian, the first kingdom outside of our pass, is a marshy nightmare at times. And when night falls, horrific things appear. Things that have swallowed whole regiments of our army and patrols of our knights have failed to return. That was during the good times. We now hear that the attacks from our past have gone from infrequent to regular. And rumors from the Storm Hall, the dwarves down below beneath the mountain, say that they are defenses against the undead that come through the mountain from up north have gotten even more dire. For you to boldly charge in there, I hope you are as good as you say. Of course we are. Might even Ollie, be better. Ollie pulls out a giant dragon tooth from his thing, sets it on the thing. We bet our lives on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you on our end that, again, I will communicate this with the queen and send out a message immediately as soon as this uh, dinner is finished. Emphasize it is a request, not a demand. We seek help. And to that help, we would, um, there may be a gnome who follows us and in his care, a young woman. If you can tell him of what we have said here and uh, where we are going, as well as uh, if you could provide us a, um, letter of some sort to present to um, you, the commander in the north so that we don't have to um, reintroduce ourselves to others who may be battle-weary and suspicious of those approaching. Of course. And then my question would be, does your request, monk, come with the support of King Phaon? Do you speak on his behalf? I think it is safe to say at this point, we each speak on his behalf. But Piercy, you wear his colors. Is what I said good enough? I think it uh, works for now, yes. 
It works for now. <laughs> <laughs> he tanks. Well, as for my nights, we are currently stretched a bit thin, as you can possibly see. We do not have many here within our castle. Uh, we have had a recent interesting eruption with a strange obelisk that I have men surrounding now. And then we have also gotten news that may aid your case with the queen or may not. And I'm guessing you have not heard the news. It came recently via what I have been told is some sort of house Relmar magic. We have heard of them, but we've been traveling for many days. What is this news you speak of? Something called the Second Battle of Aranoa. And a bell for anyone? Oh, God. Uh, anyone can make a society roll of 40 or higher. Nope. That's super oh, rare. <laughs> what about a warfare? It's, it is possible. Warfare lore? Yeah, I'd say 38 then. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I'm at 20. Ooh. That's still not 40. I put my <laughs> multiplier on that. What did, what did, what did, what did you want? 36. 36 with a natural 20 will get you a success. Okay. Yeah. Won't get you awesome info, but it'll get you success. You know that that is a battle that took place in northern Varenne uh, several hundred years ago uh, involving a great beast. Okay. And how is this House Ramar responsible for this? He snaps his fingers and says, bring me that, that message. And he takes out a scroll case that's delivered to him. And he unrolls it and reads it again and then puts it back away and hands it back to the messenger who uh, stores it safely. He says, the message reads an update that one of the queen's diplomats received a message in a dream, which has happened from time to time from something called a house Relmar from your kingdom of Navarre. And the message reads that there was a second battle of Aranoa, apparently a beast, a dragon, uh, red as fire, was stirred up in your northern part of your kingdom. And King Phaon's uh, new army stretched as thin as can be, as we have heard over the last month, uh, and s with no soldiers to send. He was forced eight days ago to send... Uh, his captain of the guard and as many captains as he could uh, up north to handle this particular issue. What was the name of the captain of the guard? I do not know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and Mirskan's city guard uh, marched. Oh, it's. Uh... Mirskan's city guard marched upon this dragon. <laughs> Uh, in its ruins, unfortunately, the uh, captain of the guard and all his men were slain. Uh, the dragon remains alive within its lair. The name don't matter now, does it? The dragon's still alive within its lair. And most of Navarre now is nearly defenseless by our count, with an army mostly sent to Ivoron and not strong to begin with with the king's return, and now his city guard gone. And of this 
Like, Sodern's like, obviously somewhat despaired by hearing that, even though he can't remember the captain of the guard's name. And you're a bunch of dicks and won't tell me. <laughs> it's because I'm having a mental block. So do, do you want me to tell you? Notes. Yeah, I do. Don't know. <laughs> Makes me very unhappy. Um, this obelisk that appeared. Yes. What if? What is? Tell us of that, if you will. Uh, it does not seem related. It was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all related. Yeah, I I would disagree, uh, sir. It, it does not seem related. It was uh, some time before this message, and it was uh, just an eruption of earth and sand in our plains, uh, not far from here. And it was a hole, a shaft now left where that eruption happened. And there's an obelisk with strange carvings. And some of my men have been attacked. So now they are currently guarding it while uh, we try to ascertain what is going on here. Attacked by what? They were attacked by skeletal hands is the report that I received. It is related to our task then, I believe. The undead is... Uh, mucking about is definitely a concern of ours. And that is why I have them currently encircling this shaft and keeping an eye on this obelisk. Where's this at? To the southeast. But you said not far from here? A uh, day and a half's ride. I believe this would bear investigating. He says, I, I would certainly not turn down the help. I think it will be at least a week before we get any kind of wizard from uh, Calav from the Calavier proper, from Cambrin, the city of Cambrin, and they can be a fussy researching lot. <clears throat> Tell me about it, wizards. <sighs> but for me, uh, you being men of Navarre and women, at any moment, I mean... Pirates could invade if they so choose from the Thousand Isles. Thave, I don't think they have the organization to do it, but they could stride right in from the south into Navarre. I think, though, they would certainly hide and use Navarre as a shield. This dragon, though last report is it's staying in its runes, could go anywhere within Navarre and have total control of anything it wanted, land on any city, any town, and burn it to the ground. No way to get back fast enough. We left our wizard. Iggy. Ignal. That was his name. The captain of the guard, it was Ignal. That handsome dwarf? Yes. That's a, that's a loss. Indeed. There's rumors of that dwarf. But... <laughs> He has, he's a wily one, though. I would not necessarily believe he is yet dead without having more information. Well, a dragon has been brought up. The question is, do we go that, after Bo? that? Well, we, uh, we, we would have to go back. We would only confuse Xanar if we left that way now. Xanar's Where we run smart. into him? He'd find his way. It's questionable. Both but there's those, no both way to get. Those are questionable. <laughs> there's no way to get back fast enough. It'd be another week before we got back to where that dragon was. 
You could certainly take some of our fastest horses and shave perhaps a day off if you know how to ride and ride hard. I don't know if we should fight it without Xana. That is also true. Though it is a red, it will uh, also not true. be to I his don't strength. think we should fight it without Yelena. That's, <laughs> that's, that's better. That yeah. makes more sense. Um, we seem... Let us... Let's rest on it. Talk yeah. about it in the morning. Indeed. But I think either way, we sh- the obelisk is close enough There's and not near enough, enough in our to path. to go around. True. Is there ever? Once upon a time, there was. <laughs> so <laughs> it now seemed we'll, a lot easier. Now we make our way to an obelisk. The, the, does that not seem like... You know, eruption in the ground, giant obelisk coming out. tearing apart our homes? Undead. Killing our friends? I mean, there's undead in the north, too. That's our original plan. I believe that those undead and these are must be tied in. And obelisks don't just pop up out of the ground for no reason. And then start crawling with undead. At least not last I heard. I mean, yeah. All right, then. We have three choices, I suppose. I think it would be kind of fun to get our beaks wet with fighting the undead. Yeah, instead fight of, would be nice. Instead of a dragon. Would see you, Pudacy. Uh, I, I think uh, I'm... I think if if we go a different way than than why we here in the first place, I think we should keep going what the direction we wanted to. We have more information now that may change our our path. Uh, always more information. That's uh, you go you go no one direction if you follow all the new information. Let's sleep on it. Make a decision in the morning. Indeed. All right, you guys. Good idea. You guys chat uh, some more, some pleasantry and some random gossip with uh, Night Commander Valmain, and then bid a fond good night. And then it's the morning. (laughs) (laughs) You rest, and uh, in the middle of the night, some of you whisper and talk and have some ideas about what you want to go and where you want to do. And in the morning, you guys are putting on your boots and getting ready. And as you're sitting on your different bunks, mm-hmm. you've had this conversation. Decide what to do that will have very interesting decisions here. Sildren, you seem pulled to the south to this obelisk. It's a day out of our way there, another day back, out of our way coming back. That's to our southeast, and then we can cut north from there. It would probably be all told... Two, two and a half days out of the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's that is not not an insignificant Us. thing that has happened at that location. I to, agree. And it seems tied into Scorgenar. Would you not suppose? Uh not the dragons, uh part of Scorinar too. Uh 
the dragons are more the part of Char Ice. But I think they... Oh, Vatis, uh, our enemy's enemy. Yeah. I don't think we can uh, fight the Skarinar on our own. Well, that's what we're headed... That's where we've been headed to go. To another one of the towers. Bolly? I find a dragon, and I'm inclined to pursue it. However, it's on the other side of the world. The Rift Spear has always been on my mind since we left. That's where I want to go. And if I see my kin on the way, I uh, shake a hand or two and have a drink. That doesn't cost a gold. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me a few drinks when we... Uh... We see your we need, people. When we find the gold, we find a knoll. We're up now. They don't well, we're they just going to walk away from no fight because it's stupid people. So that's where I stand. I'd say go north. Let's find the rift sphere. Ignore the obelisk. That is the thought. I'm going to take that's... sides with you, Sildren. I think we should check it out. <clears throat> but... Don't lead us away from our next fight. Master Yaru. Oh, you you see, we are acknowledge we, me. We are, we are party divided. And uh We should split up. <laughs> you seem uh, you seem to have the <laughs> deciding vote in this. Unless you have a different choice and then screw you. There are no easy choices to make. But I think the right choice is the one you have made. I think the obelisk should be dealt with first, as it is closer. Or at least investigated if to Bali, see. If Bali, if can. after that you want us to return to Navarre to deal with the dragon, perhaps that could be our next assignment and we could reach Xanar at that point for a faster way to travel. This is no guarantee. There are no guarantees here. But Palik wants to fight. Sildren wishes to learn. And I just want to go. <laughs> so let us go. It seems decided then. Very well. It's decided. Then we're to the obelisk. All right. You let the Knight Commander know he has already sent out the message to the Queen per your request, Yaru, Master Yaru. Mm. And you guys head out. He is also willing to have you guys trade up horses to fantastic, fast-running patrol horses. Lovely. Bali? <laughs> stick stick with Boulder! <laughs> stick with Boulder. All right. One of the horses just puts Boulder on its back to just go... <laughs> Uh, all right, you guys then head off the next day southeast. You are led by one of the young squires who is going to get you there. And he rides hard. They are taught to ride hard and fast, and they know these, these, these fields and plains extremely well. He gets you there very quickly, and you camp overnight. And then the next day, late morning, you arrive at what appears to be just a large uh, mound of 
just maybe 50, 60 feet in height, but you can see there's a camp of several knights with tents and horses that are uh, tied down and some are standing around. As you guys approach, they get the weapons ready, uh, then they see it's a friendly squire and they stand down and you ride up. There is a... Uh, a couple of knights that uh, approach you guys and they say, uh, Hey, what brings you here? The young squire says, uh, The knight commander has has uh, brought these uh, defenders of the realm to help with the uh, obelisk. The knight says, Oh, this is uh, good news. We were told we were supposed to wait for someone from the wizardry guild. We hmm. were unexpected by your com knight commander when you received those. Yeah, they said you had a drain to unclog. I don't know what this <laughs> thing is. We are here to investigate the obelisk to see if we can help. Well, we had locals uh, that reported a huge eruption. And he points to chunks of stone and debris that totally are, lay are lying out in this gorgeous flat grass uh, or undisturbed grass. So we came and investigated, and, uh, and this is what we found. And he leads you over, oh, I don't know, like Indiana Jones style or Steven Spielberg style. I can see as the camera pans <laughs> over the edge, and you can Asps. look. Very dangerous. <laughs> you can look down and see there is a uh, vertical shaft of about a hundred feet. There are several rope ladders they have thrown down the side, and in this shaft. Uh, out of the shaft is not an obelisk, but what looks to be a tower. Upon this tower, you can see there I is- I give them all a look. <laughs> I told you. Don't give me that look, son of a bitch. Except, except for- It's Blake. already been investigated. Who's down there anyway? Uh, and upon this tower, you can see there is a big metal door down at the bottom. And then at the top, there is a, a stone balcony that goes around the whole top floor. So it's about eight. It's about 80 feet up. So it's 20 feet down to the top of the tower. Um, okay. And what is, else is going to say? Is there a star and a sword piercing it anywhere? There is a symbol of a star carved in with a sword piercing it from the top. Hmm. Weird. Another one of these. It's a good thing we came. This is what you call the obelisk. The little guy's gonna be angry. I think we should avoid this and head north. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dummy. The knight says, yes, we investigated and uh, several men went down on our ladders uh, five, six days ago. We were attacked as soon as we tried to open up that door. The dead came out, skeletal warriors, swords, claws. Well, one of my men was killed, others were injured, and we were forced to retreat. Uh, we were ready to re-engage, but once we got word back from the night commander, he told us to hold still, and we needed magic investigation. You, you know, this is a tower, not an obelisk. It's all the same to me. No. <laughs> well, it might be the same to him. Okay. <laughs> Obelisk, they know they're no hollow inside. There's no doors or windows. Well, they haven't been inside. They don't know what's there. But they, they know the dead is inside. Well, either way, you guys are gonna we're going to head down, right? This balcony. Um, is there any entrances from the balcony? Yes. And there's an entrance at the bottom of this tower. Yes. So the tower is about 80 feet tall, big door at the bottom, small door at the top. The tower is about 50 feet away horizontally, mm -hmm. and then 20, the top of it's 20 feet down. 
and then 80 feet more down is the bottom of it. And you have three different rope ladders along the, the rough earth side that go down to the bottom. I can get to the top. Yeah. Um, do you want to get to the bottom? Yeah. Um, I can get 10 feet over here. I can, do, <laughs> I can get 20 feet over there. I can go this way. <laughs> um, do we want to go in through the top floor or the bottom floor? How are you? I, I mean, a few of you can get over there, but that's that's a big, long jump for me. I believe Master Yaru could get there and we could string ropes so that it would be safe enough to to travel across for us all. Yeah. Especially with the help of these good knights, we could make make short, short, short work of a bridge. Better to fight our way down than up. Okay. Sure. Have you never been in a fight before? (laughs) It's better to have the top ground. We have the high ground? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Very good. Um... Shall I go over there? Uh, you would be so inclined. Okay. Uh, Yara's just going to go to the edge uh, of the cliff and do a abundant step, which is a teleportation spell that I have, All allowing right. me to teleport 50 feet, uh, my movement speed, really. So I'm just going to teleport kind of directly across and then fall, essentially, 20 no, feet you down. you can angle it down. Okay. I'll yeah. just, I'll just uh, hop over to the... Um, to the to the balcony to the balcony on right. the top four. Yoro puts his little hands together. I'm imagining does the genie head nod mm-hmm. and uh, teleports and is instantly on the stone balcony inside this vertical pit. So and he's Sildren. down there, but how to, well, he's on the ropes. balcony, right? Yeah. Um, well, uh, Sildren, why after y- Master Yaru does that, is um, asking the knights if he to gather um, some rope and materials. Okay. And then um, are any of you a good bowman? Yeah, and they bring a bowman over. I have a logistical question. Let's say Yaru had a rope with a grapple attached to it. Yeah. And Sildren, you had the other end of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I teleport? And you teleport. What happens? I don't understand. I can't visually make sense of that. You didn't do that. I'm just... Yeah. What happens? Sildren's going to get sucked in. I mean, I don't know. That is weird. Because your equipment comes mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. If you have a huge coil of rope... I'm imagining then the rope is severed. What happens if yeah. so? Yeah, I would guess. Yeah. I'm guessing it's so. It's just All cut right. through the... Yeah. I mean, what I happens if somebody's touching you when you do that or something like yeah, that? I don't yeah. think that? The rope is severed. Yeah, because it's yeah. not like a, <laughs> it's not a portal that I step into and then cut off or anything. Right. I'm yeah. just... Anyways. My matter is disappearing. Yeah, they were able to have a bow. And what's your plan? Um, To fire it uh, with a rope attached to it. Um. Near, but not hitting, Master Yaru. Okay. And then we will string <laughs> ropes um, across uh, as appropriate until we have a stable... Uh, I brought Piercy's little buckler shield to catch to the be able arrow. To, um, <laughs> to be able to make it across. Okay. They yeah. fire a rope with a thin line over your way, and he says, sorry, as he's a better shot than he thought. It hits me the hit. third ear. <laughs> <laughs> almost pins your third ear. <laughs> Uh, put an apple on top of it. <laughs> uh, you are able to then, they are able to attach a rope, bring it over. It takes quite a while for this logistics to finally get it across, but they do have uh, some lines now that are across, and time doesn't seem to be a huge issue for this. And after about an hour, they have everything all set up. Is everyone here trained in athletics or higher? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Bali is not. So the only one who is not trained Easily able to go across is well. Actually, I'm, I I do have 
training, the uh, improvised training, I believe. No, I'm asking, do you have a T next to the skill athletics? No. Okay, Bali's the only one who is nervously getting onto the ropes. He's like one of those rope courses and just doing it all. Oh, he's not nervous. He's, let's do this. Ah. (laughs) And Sildren's near him and will cast guidance before he goes across. Yes. All right. It's, I'm constantly surrounded with, don't do this. idea <laughs> all right some people have gone across some are waiting behind for you bali you're in the middle and you are making your way across and as you're going hand over hand maybe some double rope type thing mm-hmm. your feet on the bottom rope hands on the top you get out halfway through halfway it starts to wobble oh make an athletics roll please athletics here it comes and you get a plus one due to the guidance i get a plus one 28 with a 28 you are totally fine and make it to the other side mm-hmm. uh 27 and... was plummet to your death you make it to the other side with ease the rest of the group does and everyone's on that side and wait was it acrobatics or athletics athletics it was athletics oh i'm short for that so So, uh 24 24 and bali goes falling and falls what was it 80 feet no because i children will cast feather fall does that have a range uh well children did say he was close enough to cast guidance to start and then, yes, Featherfall is... Dun, 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 dun. Just asking, because he's 25 feet across that distance. That 60 feet. Him. Okay. Uh, you fall, Bali, and go falling and falling and falling. And just before you hit, you slow down and you gently land on the ground. Uh, slightly upside down, though. You don't You don't have the ability to control <laughs> yourself. It's, it's the slow mushing of a face. <laughs> 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 I'm, fi- I'm fine. With Featherfall, you do land on your feet. Not, a, not, a, not with a dwarf. Not with a dwarf. <laughs> it's a racial penalty <laughs> they have. It's always yeah. right side of the face. <laughs> Why is this? The like, cat folk always land on their feet. The uh, dwarves never, never, <laughs> never land. Um, that's a problem. You can climb back up through the rope and across. Come on, hurry up! Quit screwing around, Bali. What? What do you want me to? Do? I don't have a rope. How long I'm does up that? The ladder. How long does that last? Uh, one until start of your no, 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 no. it can. It's uh, for that fall, I'm guessing. I don't know. F, F word, it can be well, it can last as long as you concentrate. If, if, if it's a feather fall, cast verbal, one falling creature, one minute. One minute. Okay. So, Bali, you then climb back up the many rope ladders that they have going oh, down. Oh, that's right, right, right. And then you can try this thing again. It does say that the effect ends as soon as the target lands. Lands, right. But it's a cantrip. So we can do this as many times oh, as you want. Great. Actually, no, it is a level one spell. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I need you to... Don't fall again. Make an athletics roll of uh, just 27 or higher. 27 or higher. Athletics. Yes. Who's who's catching me? Here we go. We'll tie a rope to him. Hey, much better. 30. 30. All right. 31 you, if guidance is still Yes. So you are not exhausted as you Woo. are doing all this crazy work. Now you're going hand over hand. Make one more athletic roll, please. Oh, of course. Uh, 28 plus one if guidance is being counted. 29. 29. Okay. Uh, you were able to get across to the other side. You are not fatigued. Everyone is now over and everyone is on the balcony. Well, it's locked. 
So <laughs> back down, everyone. <laughs> right. it's like we, got, we have no problem if it's locked. <laughs> All right. Well, we tried. Let's yeah. go back. <laughs> Come on, Bali. Let's go. <laughs> I'm not fatigued. <laughs> Were you going to say something? Nope. Uh, uh, Yara's going to try for the door. Okay. Or Palika. Yeah, or... Let, let's hold off a second. And uh, Palika will check for traps. All right. Mm. Uh, make a perception roll. No, make a uh, sorry, thievery roll. Oof. Uh, 34. 34? You search closely for... I have to make that roll. Sorry. What's your modifier? 24. Okay. And? <laughs> You're confident there are no traps on this okay. door. Then I'll open the door. All right. You open the door, and as you do, the door opens, and there is a sucking in of air and some of the dirt around you goes in and Palik, you feel a drain upon your body and I need you to make a fortitude saving throw. 31. Uh, and with a 31, you feel yourself more than a little drained. You have gained the drained condition oh i'm sorry i'm totally wrong it's uh, a little more worse than that did i say drained no it's not drained it is right here and it is called the doomed oh, doomed. shit doomed. for those of you scoring at home again doom condition is the maximum value before you die is reduced by one you feel this place is filled with dread it is not a place anyone should be you can still take uh, actions of your own volition but you feel very odd and ill at ease um uh, children will put a hand on uh Palik and say rest easy and cast death ward Okay. Um, which suppresses the effects of the doomed condition. Ooh. In addition to that, you shield a creature from the ravages of negative energy. You receive a plus four status bonus to saves against death and negative effects, gains negative resistance 10, and suppresses the effects of the doomed condition. It lasts 10 minutes. So uh, 10 minutes of anti-doom pretty much. Yeah. Nice. So you got 10 minutes to get to dying five, and you'll be all right. Nice. And Sildren, as you are the second person in here, you must also make a fortitude Shit. saving throw. <laughs> uh, 20. All right. Oh, nice. You are fine. And as you do so, you are somehow able to break this uh, negative effect of this cast upon this entrance. What do you do magically to create that? You shatter this doomed sense. Um, when I actually cast um, Death Ward on Palik, um, the you know the magic from the Death Ward uh, transfers through and suppresses the the field that's that's creating it, uh, allowing us to all pass through. Great, Palik. Though you are still affected by it, but you are suppressed. No one else has to deal with it at all, though. Well, Blake's huh? a woman, so it's typical that they'll be Ooh, suppressed easy. in some way. Okay. You've alienated all three of our listeners. Yeah, it's so funny. But she passes through. Okay. Threshold. You are inside, inside this 
top tower, there is a uh, room that has a uh, metal trap door, so like a uh, metal grate, if you will. But that metal grate is completely obscured by a goo, a goo that is black and shimmering with little mini stars. And know. it's almost as though it's out of place. So imagine if you had this weird goo and it kind of like collapses in as though it like melted down. We've seen this before, right? Possibly. But imagine it melting down, but then kind of just stopping and coalescing. So you can see the outline of the uh, metal grate and where you might lift it and go down naturally. But instead, 90% of it's just gone from this thing. But it doesn't look like it's damaged in any way. It's just not visually there. Yeah. Um, so it's covering about... 60% of the, this floor, and then the only way down, you can see just maybe a, a foot here and a foot here of this metal grate, and there's some sort of shaft or possible ladder you can't quite see yet, but then a lot of this goo is then poured in and has maybe gone down about six feet of weird spatial interruption. You can also see there is a uh, black ball that is uh, attached to a wall nearby, and the ball is also swirling ever so slightly with those crystals um but it does not have any goo on it itself does not look like the rift spheres we've seen no are these what? uh magical spheres of darkness in any way no okay the only reason i ask is Polly's actually able to see through that stuff naturally no nope, no darkness okay Piercy, go touch the black ball over there. See what not, happens. No, uh, but no, no. Why not? I don't. Uh, I bet you give you magical powers. You could be the new Xaner. Well, I've, uh... He could teleport him somewhere. You know what they say about black balls. You never come back. <laughs> no, I think, I think, no. Thank you. You don't want to be the new Xaner? No. I'd like to be in the Savasha Buggler. Okay. Uh, about this grate on the ground, you said it was sixty percent covered, but still looks like it could be. No, open? so you're on you're on a you're in the tower. Yeah. The whole top floor is one circular chamber, right. and about sixty percent of that floor is covered okay. by this goop. So, like, one half of it is completely covered by right, this right, black right. goop. The ball is kind of near that, though you can reach over and touch it if uh, you really want to do that, since you seem to want to do that, Piercy. Um, and then the goo from that side has now spilled almost into the center of the room okay. where that uh, grate is, and then it's kind of coalesced and dipped down in. It's almost like someone has dug out mm. the star stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's very hard visual for me to get I across for something. I could attempt to dispel it. If you thought that would be... I mean, that We might know how powerful be. this magic could be. And I have... my I've dedicated my most powerful ability to be able to dispel. Oh, really? I am. Nice. If you think you're capable, by all means, it's worth a try. Are you going to do the ball or the the goo? Well, the ball first and then the goo. <laughs> <laughs> That's always how it goes. 
We've got somewhere in the last 10 minutes. Um, the goo is what's preventing us from being able to get through the shaft, right? <laughs> yes. And the ball's the just kind of hanging there. Encounter, Tom. Goo shaft balls. Come on. Um, so Sildren is going to cast a seventh level dispel magic on the goo. Okay. That's huge. It is huge. You start casting the magic. Nature and leaves start to appear. A, a pine scent sounds so lame. Uh, <laughs> fills the room. Nice incense smell fills the room. There's a breeze where there should be no breeze. Starts to swirl around and some of the uh, little uh, stars start to twinkle. And then... <laughs> twinkle, uh, twinkle, little, little star. stars. And then I need you to make a spell casting roll like you were making an attack. Yep. My spell DC is 32. Anywhere in particular, or are you aiming more for the sphincter of the room? <laughs> the the, you know, the okay. sphincter, yeah. The taint. Uh, as long as... It, it, is that right? My spell DC is 32. Wait, no. Where's my spell attack? Spell attack modifier plus your roll. Okay. Well, my roll is 18. Uh, spell attack modifier. I forget where that is on the character sheet. I'll take a quick look here as well. This is... I think it's like... Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty high these days, 20-something. Oh, it's definitely going to be high. Going to Druid. Going to Spells. Mine is 32. Yeah, I think mine is the same then. Or one higher, because I've um, gotten pretty... F where, 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 where are you seeing yours? Next page. Uh, spell roll, plus 22. Okay. Uh, so that's no, it's yours. It's, it's plus twenty two. So, so that's a forty. A total of what did you roll? 18? Eighteen. On a level seven dispel magic. All right. So forty on a level. This is biggest dispel magic we have ever seen by far. Mm -hmm. So you gained a success. Counteract the target spell if its level is no more than one higher. So you can counter a level eight spell or less now if you've beaten which you have. And with a huge gust of wind, all the goo gets pushed up out of the little indent it makes, revealing the grate and gets pushed back against the wall and becomes dried up within the wall and disappears entirely. And you're left with just that little ball left with the stars that then fade away. And it's just a black ball. And then the whole room is completely clean. And that magic is totally gone. Nice. That's awesome. Wow. Screw you, Scorchinar! <laughs> Don't touch it now. Gaining All bad in this is gone. Ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, there's still like crystally things in the ball. No, no, no it went black. It's black. But black. touch it. Sildren goes and picks nothing, it up. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Sildren goes and grabs it. Mm -hmm. All right, you grab this sphere. It's like a because nothing bad has ever happened to any of my characters touching spheres. <laughs> You grab the black sphere. It's the size of a softball, and it easily just comes from, loose from the wall, and nothing happens at all. Okay. Let's it in my pocket. to the grate in the middle of the room. Is there anything else oh, in this I room? I have detect magic right now because we are without Xanner. I will detect magic upon that. On the sphere? Yeah. Okay. Um, or in general. Around. No, 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 no. Couldn't have done that before. <laughs> before we went through the door. 
Um, geez, it's been so long since we've done detect magic. I gotta freaking look it up. Xander doing it infinitely. You get a pulse. You you detect illusion. You get. You have to choose to ignore magic. You detect all of them. However, okay. Um, you're in a school of magic class. You can pinpoint the source. Okay, you detect their their. Oh, what's the range? Thirty feet, I yep. believe. You detect no magic at all within thirty feet. That is not anything of your own. Okay. Um, and is there anything else in this room? Is there like no? Nope. Okay. All right. So Sodom will go up and look down the shaft. And I think Yaro, you were doing that as well. Yeah, I'm, right? I'm trying to open it. For sure. All right. Uh, the metal grate is over a drop, and it is essentially a sheer drop down. What is that? Fifty feet straight down to uh, a much lower floor, where you can see there is a. Uh, uh, chamber down below there is a, a ladder that goes down a metal ladder uh, that goes down here um, and it leads straight down to a floor that has a raised section almost like a religious dais but very small maybe 10 feet and then five feet and then three feet so like a tiered type thing um, and that's on one side of the room on that little raised section uh, is more of this uh, black starry stuff, but not on the rest of the room, which is the majority of the space. And on that space is a being, a creature of seven feet in height that has black garment on, almost a ceremonial tight robe, um, something that perhaps an evil Neo might wear from the Matrix, if you will, <laughs> has a headdress that is a flange that comes, two vertical flanges that come from, almost from its eyebrows and flanges up and back and over, almost like fins of a, of a, of a fish or something like that, but black in nature. Uh, you cannot see the eyes. The eyes are covered by this headdress. Uh, the mouth is... Uh, 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 looks dark from this height up above, and the creature is looking uh, up at you and doing nothing but looking. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Do we see from our vantage point, like the interior of those metal doors we saw on the bottom outside of the tower? You do. do we feel like this is the main, the ground floor so to speak you do not but you do see there are some stairs that spiral okay. down the side <clears throat> well what are the dimensions of this room again 10 20 30 40 i'd say maybe 80 feet in diameter so we can just travel down through the stairs right uh ladder ladder, ladder. okay but then where are the spiral stairs on the side, once you get down to that floor, there's stairs that go down. The same floor that the uh, yes. seven-foot figure's on. Yes. Watching us. Yes. Intently. Yes. With evil intent. Yes. <laughs> Yaru jumps down the ladder. Yaru goes clambering down the ladder quickly. Okay. Um, Wonderman will follow suit. Yep. Okay. The group is heading down. Yep. Who's last? Piercy. Oh, Piercy. Okay. Piercy is last. Mm. Bring it up to rear. 
First is Yarrow. Yarrow, you drop upon the ground and the being just watches you its head up and watching as you come down until you stop upon the ground. Hello uh, there. Hello. What brings you here? <laughs> Top 10 things it was not expecting. <laughs> What's up? Uh, to your improv, people. It's the most cordial you didn't improv. see. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just drops in with a like, stern scowl at the creature, but not uh just getting out of the way of the ladder you know but not going any closer not okay. doing anything waiting for everybody else Sildren then lands behind you Palik's not too far behind upon Palik landing the creature says uh I know who you are yeah I'm Palik who are you I am the scythe of Calaquian <laughs> can someone move out of the way I can't get down who is Colloquian? I have been told of your possible coming. Uh, Bali has arrived. Piercy's still coming down. And what have you been told of it? In my dream, my master spoke to me. He said that I was to come here to this tower to help hasten his awakening. And that is what I have done. And he spoke of you. You all. He seems to be looking around perhaps for another who's missing tonight. <laughs> he said, if I were to find you defiling his tower, I were to give you two messages. The first message is that no sword, no spell, no army of men, no dragons of ice will keep Scordrenar, the silent fate, from awakening. The final age of Varen is coming. And the second message he has passed on is words direct from my master. We've been trying to reach you about your incarnation. <laughs> <laughs> he said it <laughs> His words to you are, when you have, you have violated more of my towers, when you did this, you broke our truce. I have slain your loved ones as punishment. Our truce is over. You will join other liars and murderers with me in the nether realms as mouthless souls. The scythe of Calaquian makes a motion with his hand and an actual black bladed scythe appears within his hands. Looks like you might get your fight after all, Polik. The scythe of Calaquian then says, are you prepared? You are the messenger of Scorgenar. Tell him we accidentally broke the truce. We didn't mean to. It's all been a misunderstanding. We really want to be friends. You continue <laughs> to lie. What are you going to do with that thing? You will find out now. And it charges boldly across. Mm -hmm. And is going to immediately win initiative with that. Um, no, I do stand corrected. One person reacts first, unless... After you! Piercy goes to last in the initiative. One person does go first, and that is, confusingly of all, Bali. Oh, my <laughs> I was ready for this. Very confusing. 
what your initiative is. It's 90. Okay, show us some some undead <laughs> healing. Yeah. Show us show us some uh some of your skills. I want to see this. I'm excited. You want to see this, huh? Well, he starts climbing the ladder again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, let's see. Uh keep in mind the vital beacon is still active. Mhm. <clears throat> What are you going to do? Uh, how far away is he? Uh, uh, 40 feet. Uh, Bali unleashes with the first offensive heal. <laughs> uh, and he goes, I summon the light of Thorgod in you! And lashes out and a big chain of uh, light comes out and tries to wrap itself around this creature. What's the spell you're casting? It's heal. Heal! I'm assuming he's undead. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, all right. Oh, is right. Cool. <laughs> That's interesting. So then, I can't. Have we ever done? I'm sure we have, right? Uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, I think Killian. Yeah, I think Killian was the last one to do all right. it. Um, how do we? Is what does it say, Christopher? Is there a fort roll that it makes? If the target is undead, you deal that amount of positive damage to it, saying whatever the heal is. Uh, you know, you restore fortitude one. save. I'm saying it's a basic fortitude save. All right. The number of actions you spend when casting the spell determines its target's range, area, and other parameters. So how many actions are you spending? Two, Two actions for maximum damage. Uh, you lash out with the spell, and the heat, the light attacks the scythe of Calaquian, and it stands there and takes no damage whatsoever, <gasps> triggering its ability negative healing. The Calaquian can choose whether or not it takes positive damage from healing. Oh, oh really? Oh. At any time? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Shrugs it off. You have one action left, Bolly. Try it again, Bolly. <laughs> <laughs> come, come closer. I lash out with a, a Divine Lance. You and can with one action left? With one action left. How? Oh, no, it's a double. Yeah, most are two. Most are two. Do we still have haste? No. No. Uh, no, the haste is gone. All right, Bali, one last action. What are you going to do? Um, Step back and be defensive. <laughs> okay. Uh, he steps back. Next is the Scythe himself. Um, Let's see. Bump it up a dump. Oh, I got to remember that. It races in with its first action with its, uh, which it appears to be quite quick with as it is quickened. Uh, then it attacks three different times, and it will strike at Yaru with all three of those, as I'm assuming oh, okay. you were kind of just right there in the front yeah. area. Uh, it strikes at you with a, oops, sorry, I've got to get to figure this out, a 48 to hit. That uh, definitely hits. That's a critical. Critical. Uh, but I have... A fortification rune, which means I can do a flat 17 check to make that not a critical. Oh, cool. That's right. A seven. All right. That's critical. Uh, second hit is a 39 to hit. That also hits. And the third hit is a... Oh! Um, it swings. You get pissed. You dodge the last one. It is flat-footed for the next turn with a critical failure on its last attack. Okay. However, we do have some hits coming it's in. Double on damage here. and then regular damage. Regular hit is a total of thirty. Nope, thirty-six. Uh, forty-two points of damage. Okay. 
big slice, but then the massive slice, oh my goodness, is 100 even. Whoa. Ouch. You still standing? I am. Oh, like still. 30 hit points left. On his feet. Not even. That first blow was a shock. Also, I'm thinking it's like Hulk Hogan. The first slice dropped you. The second slice has you shaking up. And the third one, you just go that rock solid Hulk Hogan <laughs> thing yeah. that he does. Brutal slices <laughs> with oh, this yeah. side. <laughs> um, that was it for this creature. Let me double check. Ooh. Um, That counts, that counts, that counts. Good. All right. So next up is Yaru. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> just writing down my current hit points there. Uh, Yaru is immediately going to cast a spell. He is going to cast the Wild Wind Stance. Okay. Uh, so you see him. He's going to do in two actions. He's going to back away 10 feet um, and cast the wild wind stance. So basically anything within 30 feet of him is now susceptible to being attacked uh, in a 30 foot oh, diameter. Right. You have range. Yes. 30 foot ranged wind attacks. And the creature is on you pretty much. It's yeah. About... So I back up 10 feet and then cast that okay. spell. So two actions. Uh, my third action, I will use a flurry of blows to attack the creature. Good luck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's a total of 30 for the first. And a 13 plus 21 is 34 to hit for All a right. second. Shoo, shoo. These two cool wind attacks from 10 feet away both miss the creature. Uh, next up is Palik. Um, That's not good. <laughs> oh no, it is not. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Palik is going to attempt a tumble behind. Okay. You're about 30 feet away. So, yeah, you can tumble for that. So, acrobatics, acrobatics check yep. versus its reflex. A uh, 34. With a 34. Is it? Uh, I can't remember. Um, I think it might be reflex plus ten. That has a huge, huge benefit. Um, let's quickly look real fast. Actions, 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 actions. Sorry, it's been a long time, listeners. Yeah, yeah. Tumble through. Tumble uh, behind. Reflex DC. So it is plus ten more. All right. So what was your total? Thirty-four. Thirty-four with a thirty-four. It sidesteps and you do not get behind. Oh, we're fucked. Uh, okay, well, um, oh, I'm on it, so I will I'll attack with a 41. With a 41, your blade pierces. A short sword, I believe? Rapier. Rapier. Very nice. Bring the pain. Uh, 30, uh, sorry, 22 points of damage. 22. Nice. Five of that being electrical, if it matters. Okay, got it. Not. You, you draw black blood on your blade and the creature winces in pain. Nice. What did you roll? 41. Okay. Sildren. Uh, I still have one more Oh, action. sorry, go ahead. I will attack again. With a 33. With miss. Yep. 
Sildren, you're up. Um, Sildren will take a half a step towards Master Yaru. Remember, he's not the healer of the group anymore. And then <laughs> will hold out a hand towards the sky, the the sky of the Colloquin, and um, say by the by the light of Keth, and boom, and a searing light um, extends from his hand, uh, making an attack. Attack roll. Good luck. Fucking A. 25. With a 25. That's not a natural one, though, right? Correct. All right. It was a 3 plus 22. With a 25, the creature easily sidesteps it, and Palik is actually grazed for one point of damage. Sorry. <laughs> um, so that's two actions. With the other action, um, so we hadn't really mentioned this, but um, before game, we had um, realized there was a first level spell called pet cash uh which allows um your pet to jump into basically your cloak in a little dimensional pocket new spell for you and at this point Sildren whips his cloak open goes ha and <laughs> and it's not shunka <laughs> oh wait hold on stuffs that away <laughs> and shunka jumps forth out of his cloak all right and that's probably my third action okay um good and uh, Piercy. <laughs> so, Plink, you did not tumble through? I didn't right know. behind? Okay. Uh, Piercy is going to attempt to tumble behind for his first action. Okay. Uh, Athletics roll. So, 38. With a 30, it's uh, acrobatics, by the way, not right. athletics. Oh, that's, yep, sorry, yes. 38. Uh, is a mess. Damn it. Um, so then he's uh, occupying the same space, space as Polik because he has that ability. Oh, cool. Um, Weird. Yeah. Oh, I didn't make it true. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> this is the... Uh, he's a tough son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> second action is to take a, take a swing at him. That's a night... 19 plus, oh shit, uh, how do I do this? Um, Did you roll a 19? Yes. Do you have a keen rune by chance? I do, but it only triggers if it's a hit. So, it's 19 plus 26 is uh, 45. Is a, then a critical hit. Excellent. Ooh. Um, nice. All right, so. We needed that. The rune yeah. shimmers and cuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how I do this. Three, six, plus I'll release twice, and we'll just do. We'll just double it. So it's 12, 14, 28, with four of that being fire. Plus, well, I'll roll the persistent fire later. Okay. Um, so how much damage again? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. All right. Are you? Did you double your damage? Yeah. Oh, you only did 14 damage? Or sorry. Because it's critical. Yeah. Just roll everything. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah. it. What did, I you, did. What was your damage that you rolled? I rolled 14. And then he doubled it. Okay. And so then I doubled it. How much damage do you do? What, is do, it, what does it read? I do 3d6. Oh, plus 5. So uh, 38. So 3d6 plus 5 plus 1d6. So, okay. so, so add 10 to that. 38 damage. 38 damage. Okay. Yep. Got it. Um, nice. It's better. It's better. 
And Helen. Does anyone have the battle tracker health? For my last action, I do a finisher. I'm going to go at you again. Because oh, you did after you. Forgot. Yeah. Nice. You. Good luck. Oh, that's uh, that's a 31. Having taken the damage, the creature gives out a raspy scream of, <sighs> and everyone around it within this battle, which is all of you guys in this somewhat enclosed space, are now affected by a nasty aura of misfortune. So you have missed uh piercy but even so it wants to see if you can miss even worse everything you guys do that's a d20 roll must now be at disadvantage from D D. two rolls taking the lowest roll oh oh that's great Good lord so roll right. again and it's looking just for a critical failure on your part real there's fast. no save against that nope mm. so i'm rolling one more yeah just more fast roll one uh, 11 did you roll one that's all i care about no, no, no. okay fine good uh all right and i think you're done then you yep. did get a good good ca- uh, cut into it bali we're back at you uh bali should be somewhere near uh the monk presently uh hmm. to which the bali kind of turns and focuses on you like really intently and you see his eyes just kind of shift in a purple amethysty kind of just color. smacking me in the face a bunch of times <laughs> And he lays both his hands on you. I infuse you with the living rock. Thorgar lives in you. Oh, I feel so hard. (laughs) And he is now given the ability of regenerate. Oh, before that happens. Hold on, before that happens. Yes. (laughs) I interrupt your interrupts. I forgot about confident finisher. Yes, minimum damage. So 10 10 is great against a huge, huge dude. That's really cool. I don't like double digits. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I was interrupted before I do that, during I do that, or As you do that, uh, you are 20, 30 feet away. The scythe of Kalaquian instantly teleports away from Palik and Piercy and teleports right behind the spellcaster dwarf Bali and interrupts that with a scythe attack from behind. Whoa. You are attacked, Bali, with a, where did that land? A total of 43 to hit. Critical. A critical. You have been hit for, oops, sorry, I rolled normal. I'm going to roll critical damage. Bali, surprised, is hit for 94 points of damage. This is uh, negative damage, uh, which doesn't really matter to you. Uh, You were hit with negative damage and with this ability called Lurking Death. If the strike hits, the scythe disrupts the triggering action. That spell and the actions for it are wasted. Oh, my God. Okay. You have one action left. Uh, He's still within touch, and uh, I heal him. Uh, with the uh, touch heal. remaining heal that I have. You heal uh, your, the your monk. Who? What yeah. was that, Chris? Oh, nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. All right, while you figure that out, the scythe now attacks. 34 to you. And it lashes out at Bali once and 
No, it has, with its haste, it can do an extra uh, strike, we said, right? Oh, it has haste. That's good. It will attack twice at Bali and twice at Yaru, since you are both right there. Let's mm. start with one at Bali. The scythe comes... Oh, natural 20. Oh, that'll do me right there. You don't even need to roll again. Uh, it alternates the attack over at... Yaru mm -hmm. with a 44. Uh, that hits. Hits. Then it goes back on Bali again, and you're down at that point. It's like a carnival game. Just ding, ding, <laughs> ding, ding. Uh, so, Bali, you are dropped to dying two as it slices into your unconscious body on the ground. And then its last attack is against Yaru with a, another 44 so that's two hits that's on yaru hits, yeah. all right so here's the first one 37 points of damage that brings him down that brought you down because the, no i got you got the hit for 35 middle. brought back up for 34 that brings me to 69 69 and then that was you that got was, hit that brought you down to 25 i thought it brought me down to 35 okay i'm done I'll delete the math guy. Okay. So you got hit for 37 and 35 points of damage with the two hits coming at you. 35 and 37 would be... Yeah, 72. 72. Yeah, I had 69. Okay. Yeah. You are dropped. You are now dying level ones. It's a turn over. Uh, its turn is over. He takes seven points of persistent fire damage. Yeah, I hate those so much. You can roll it. I did. Damn. So, oh, sorry. You seven. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's a 15 or higher, right? Yeah, I think. Um, can you roll that for me just to speed things along? Two. Nope. Okay, it's still burning. Nice. I'm glad you remembered that. Thank you. Uh, Yaru, you're up. I am dying. I have to roll. No, I... no, no, you do not. You go up in initiative before it. So you're... don't, roll, don't go yet. Yep. Uh, Palik, you are up. This sucks. Uh, I will attempt another tumble behind. Okay. That disadvantage is great. Um, 34. Nope, you run up to it, but you cannot get behind it, and it twists and knows you are there. Um, no. Keep yes. trying. Keep trying. It's and cool. I'll, uh, I'll attack. Um, eh, uh, 38. 38 is... Is anyone alive over in that area? Who? You're not in that area. I mean, Sildren's not anymore. Sildren's Shuka. We'll say you have flanking. That is a hit. Oh, I do have flanking? Yeah. Oh, well, then that means... <laughs> you just gave good, that to you. Good times. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, 20 points. Oh, 20, uh, 32 points of damage. 32 points of damage. And he's going to have... Um, with my debilitating strike, he's going to have some persistent damage. Okay. As long as it's a not fire, it can totally stack. Nice. Did you have any other actions? You moved. You attacked once. Oh, uh, see, see what happens here again. Ah, uh, no. Okay. Sildren, <clears throat> save um, the day. Uh, I'm going to do what I can. Sildren, <laughs> I'm going to crack his staff against the ground and use a three action area of effect heal uh, with his staff of greater healing. Uh, 
which we talked about the charges. Let me find that real quick. So he's going to do the third level heal. All right. Which I think is just 3d8 and then no extra, I believe, with, with the area of effect. Uh, correct. Correct, yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody, and it's positive energy, so I guess he has to activate his ability. Um, and uh, it will be um, everybody in that area, which is, I think, Everyone everybody. in the battlefield. Nine plus seven, 16. 16 yeah. points of damage. That means particularly Yaru and uh, Bali are now conscious again. You guys lose your dying levels. You do get wounded one, so you're more susceptible to death later on. Uh, and then Shunka gets an attack. Nice. Shunka is there. Come on, buddy. Let's make it happen. And he's and Shunka has flanking. And let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Roll twice. Yeah, that's right. Well, unfortunately, this well, fortunately, the second one was a natural 20, and the other one was a 14 plus. My God, where is Shunka? Uh, plus 21, plus flanking, 38. 38? Mm-hmm. Is a miss. Cool. It is back up at the top with Piercy. All right. Um, Piercy is going to use his first action to do some Bon Mo. To taunt the creature. Oh, you take your top. Uh, you, my, my swashbuckling sword is bigger than your side. Take that. And he rolls uh, 35 for his Bonmo against Will DC. Uh, Will DC, uh, I'm pretty confident, is 35. Yeah. Is a fail. Okay. But anyway, as I was saying, uh, he tries to do a tumble through. <laughs> He's going to fail on that with a, a 36. 36 is a fail. Okay. Um, so he's dodging your insults him. and your tumbling. Yeah. Um, takes a swing. Which, in oh, your, I haven't done. You're in the same space as Polik, right? Yeah. So you would get flanking with Shunka. Okay. And don't worry about those doubles. Just roll your doubles now. Yeah. So now I'm rolling a double one. No, I miss. Okay. And you miss. a D10, my friend. You need to roll two D20s. Oh, okay. I saw the, <laughs> I saw the D10 yeah, on the yeah, paper. Yeah, that's different. My bad. And who, oh, because you moved in and you closed in. Um, anyone who is an expert level or higher at a cult can make an occult roll, by the way. Trained. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Yeah, we're, occult? No? Okay. We're Never not mind. the occultists of the group. All right. It would be Xander. All right. Can Terry carrying on? It is uh, Yar, you know, Bali's turn. You uh, dropped <clears throat> first. Uh, can Bali cast while he's on the ground? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spends an yeah, action. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Uh, Bali will get up. That's an action. Okay. And then he will, uh, what was he looking at? He's, he's kind of eyeing where the side is when he's trying oh, to Oh, it's do. right there. It's right there. It's ready to do some reaping in a moment. Do, 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 do. That's very interesting. Um, don't, don't, don't. Bali's going to uh, disengage. So you stood up with one action, and then you're going to step back with 
with caution. Okay, that's a second action. That's a section action. I am I still do I still feel in range in range with this scythe? Um yes. Yes. Can I dis disengage? You can do a full move then, yes. I don't want to trigger it. That's what I'm trying to avoid, but disengage and then I'll move. Okay. Um behind the monk. All right, and then you run <laughs> away and you are 20 50, I say 15 feet away from the scythe and it does not slice at you. Okay. Bali is safely away. Mm. Yaru, you are prone. Um, so he's not next to me anymore? He's, he's close. Yeah. Uh, is he within uh, touching range? He can be, yes. Uh, without getting up, my first action will be to touch him. 4010. Oh, the vital beacon healing, right. For vital beacon. Just take a few of these. Bali shivers a bit. I thought yours was stronger yeah, somehow. Yeah, you should be rolling these anyways. Isn't it like 6d10 or something? No, it's always okay. been... He cast a level 4. Uh, uh, yeah, it's at its base level. Uh, let's see, 6, 9... Actually, no, you're right. I did not cast it. I rolled two more 10s on there. Okay. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, Thirty four. Thirty four healing. Takes you to fifty points. even. All right. Hmm? Fifty health. Go ahead. What else you got? There? Uh my second action will be to cast my final focus spell, uh a wholeness of body, and heal myself a further fifty six points. Whoa! So all of the wounds yeah. heal back up and seal. And he's still just laying on the ground doing all this. And my third action will be to do some kind of like breakdance windmill. <laughs> I can see it. To get myself back up on the ground and hit him in the face. How are you doing both? Do you have kip up? I do. I think automatically with one of my spells. I don't think so. Yeah, I thought you had some sort of ability to just pop up. Well, there's a feat called Kip Up. There is, but uh, for now, we'll we'll just say that I'm causing wind to stir as I'm breakdancing and swirling around on the ground. I'll stay prone, <laughs> uh, but I'll attack him. Okay. With my wild wind stance. Uh, I'm going to give you a minus two if you're still prone. Even for a ranged attack? Yes. Oh. And okay. I don't show you have Go Kip ahead and up. Kip stand up. Oh, no. Never mind. Hmm? Um, and this was the wild, you think the wild wind stance might help you? Well, yeah, I can hit any target within 30 feet. I'm talking about the, the, you said you, something was going to get you up and I don't know what that is. No, I'm going to cancel that. I'm just doing the cool okay. movement instead, but I'm yeah, gonna, so I'm you have to do choose. A... Do you stand up with your last action or do you attack with a minus two penalty? I'm just going to attack with the minus two, I guess. All right. Um, and you do have some flanking. So it counts as flat. Oh, I got to roll two D20s. Yeah. So you got to take the lower one because this guy's a. Genius. <clears throat> we yep. still have hero points. Well, yeah, Ooh, I haven't many hero points used yet, but I haven't rolled shitty enough to use one yet. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. Let's uh, use one of those. <laughs> Roll the two. We can't do worse than that. Do you just roll the one die? That's uh, an 11 no. to attack plus 25. That would be but 34 minus two, 32. But plus, again, you're flanking, so plus two is 34. 33. As uh, a miss. Uh, yeah. Yaru heals a bunch, but cannot get that last strike. So and cannot be hit. It is 
its turn. It has Yaru, has Piercy near, nearby, and Sildren, and Shunka. It will take a strike at all four of you. Oh, and Palik? No, it's going to do the ones that I said. Uh, it's going to do it in reverse order. Shunka is a target. Oops, roll damage. Shunka is attacked with a 41 to hit. 41 is not a critical, but it is a hit. All right. And that is a total of 33 points of damage. Okay. Sildren, 47 to hit. Uh, 47 is a critical for... Sildren. Sildren, badly hit for 78 points of damage. Okay. And then I had Piercy. You said 78? Yes. Okay. Piercy, you are struck for 33 to hit. No! The first side miss. And then Yaru is the final quickened target. Good Mm -hmm. luck. 77 again? I'm sorry. 78? 78. 30 total for Yaru. No, sir. Oh, the scythe is getting heavy. <laughs> Can't quite get it. Uh, nice. Um, trying to finish at least one of you off. It cannot succeed. And I have Palik up. Uh, flanking. Okay, buddy, let's go. Uh, 36. Miss. Uh, that's another miss. Okay. Um, she's trying. She's trying is this hard. A curse. It's an aura. It's an aura. Okay. I mean, I'll try for the third. I don't have anything else to do. Uh, and yeah, three misses. Swinging just wildly. Sildren. Um. Do I have any angle where there's there wouldn't be any angle where there wouldn't be anybody behind? No, too tight right now. Okay. Uh, how many hit points does Bali have? Bali present sixteen. Oh, oh. well, that's an easy decision then. Um, Sildren will, I guess, crack Bali with the staff. Doing a single target heal? Yes. Um, Using the two actions at level two. Um, So it's not going to be a ton. Ah, 14 plus 16. Um, So 30. Belay that heal. As you cast that with the staff, the scythe of Calaquian triggers its lurking death ability. Teleports only an inch. Um, so it's still in the exact same spot, rephases, and then swipes out with its side to interrupt that. Let's see if it's successful. I think it will with your armor class. Here comes the attack. Uh, yeah, 44 to Sildren. That's critical. Sildren is critical in his effort to heal. And that is 73 points of damage to Sildren. Okay. Um, I am, I am uh, down to... You said 73? Yes. I'm down to 15. And you do not get the heal off and the charges are lost on the staff. Okay. So I have one action left, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to save that action for Shunka. And Shunka will attack um, the Scythe. And at disadvantage. Good luck. Nope. Okay, 
Dump, dump, dump. We are back over to Bali. Badly hurt. Standing. Badly hurt. Oh. Oh, burning damage. Oh, Ten. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten? Uh, yeah. Plus, it burns. Uh, well, that's a good one. Roll a uh, 15 or higher. 15. Uh, bloody, uh, 15 bleeding damage. Persistent bleeding. Yeah, it might not take bleeding damage. Well, it can. Oh, great. 15? Yeah. You guys just did 25 points of damage. Uh, uh, that, you got a 13. Still burning. Roll a 15 or higher, and it shrugs free of the bleed. Do I have to disadvantage? No, no, no. This is its roll. 20, not 20. It not 20. gets rid of the bleed. It's its roll. You're rolling for I'm me. I'm rolling for it. That's bullshit. <laughs> sorry. Oh, that's sorry. I'm just trying to speed things along. <laughs> All right. Yes. It is bullshit, though, yeah. Jesus. Um... Uh, Bali goes and uh, wants to make a, another target. So what he does is he calls forth a, a homunculus from the stone, the earthen stone. Okay. And it rises up and it takes shape and it, it just kind of lumbers and starts to step forward on the uh, creature, the large one. And... Uh, what is this spell called? Spirit Guardian. Spirit Guardian. Nice. Just changed its shape a bit. Cool. Uh, and attacks. And is it also affected by this uh, yes. curse? Or, uh, rock? Yes. All right. Bum, bum, bum. What? Not one. Uh, with a miss. All right. Um, does it have hit points? It has 50 hit points. And can't recover hit points by any means. Uh, all right, you summon the creature, and it is struck, and it has 40 hit points remaining. It is booted by the boot of the scythe with its natural one. Uh, it can't take any damage. Um, the the only time it can take damage is if it is defending. Uh, if you do, each time I would take damage, the guardian takes the first time. If they continue to do so... Um, it did anyways because it's a critical failure. We're just saying okay. they haven't. Yep. So it has right. 40 hit points left in its defensive efforts. I hear what you're saying, though. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and you have an action left. <clears throat> uh, I will uh, raise shield. What shield? Shield cantrip. Okay. I was like, wait, that's a different character. <laughs> um, Yaru. No, uh, I skipped. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I skipped Piercy. Piercy. Oh. All right, then. Um, <clears throat> who has the least hit points? Children? Probably. Um, I should be okay, though. Bali is at 16, I think, right? Uh, you just gave me 30, right? No. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, that's right. You got... Yeah, I'm at 16. Uh, so technically... Healers at 16. My healers gloves want to heal somebody. Heal Bali. Okay. Um, He's more first, important. First action is to rush over to Bali. Okay. And use my... Greater healer's gloves to restore 12, 14, 29 points of damage. I hope this helps. Certainly will. Um, and then how far away now is the, is the scythe of Kalaquayan? 10 feet away. Okay. I told you, you're no good at this. Uh, with another Bon Mo. Good luck. No. Um, and then I your tumble, taunts are useless. I tumble behind. Your tumbling is useless. Uh, thirty-seven. No. Okay. 
Uh, so he stops right in front of him. All right, Yaru, you are prone next <clears> to the <throat> creature. Prone next to the creature. Um, I will... I'm going to immediately, as fast as you've ever seen a cat move, I'm going to dash right in front of Bali uh, to, like, defend him. Okay. Uh, I still have Vital Beacon. Uh, you can touch me at any time. Uh, um, touch me, touch yeah. me. Um, I will... I'm not going to do it just yet, but I'm going to stand in between him. Actually, and... you don't have to move at all. He moved behind you, so you're perfect. You're just on the ground. Okay, yeah. So I'll he's just... right behind you. I'll stand up immediately. Okay, that's one action. Um, second action? Second action, I'll just go ahead and do a uh, flurry of blows. Le flurry? Le flurry. Disadvantage still? Yep. Oh, that's fucking sucks. It's uh, 16's the lower, so that's 16 plus 25, 30, 36. 36 with a flanking is 38 is 30, a miss. 8 to hit, okay. Uh, oh, quick, yeah, just quickly roll this one, and then you have one more action left. It's on the edge. Do that. Uh, that's an 11 plus 21. That's worse than the last one, so yes, okay, it it's is. a miss. You have one more action left. Uh, Jesus, I'm going to uh, touch Bali. All right. It's dodging left and right. You reach out in frustration and touch Bali. What's the healing? You roll it, you add it, and you tell him the number. All right. Uh, in frustration, Yaru will just yell out, I can't seem to hit this thing. Try harder. <laughs> roll better. <laughs> Got some healing going on here. 29. 29 points. Sweet. Thank you. Uh, and that's my turn. All right. There is a miss and a miss with two swipe attacks. And that is a miss on Piercy, a miss on Yaru. There is a hit on Sildren and a critical on uh, Natural 20 on uh, Shunka. Is it a, did he, were any of those misses critical misses? Critical misses? Particularly no. on... Okay. Looking for ones? No, I'll, that's good. Quite, you do have that ability. Yeah. Um, that is 47 points of damage to Sildren. He's down. Sildren is dropped. Shunka absorbs a critical of 74. Okay. Shunka is up, but irrelevant now because he can do nothing without Sildren being conscious. It is... He has 28 hit points left. All right. It is Palik's turn. Um, I will run over oh, there. Wait, wait, wait. We got burning. Yes. Six points. And he keeps it. All right. I'll run over and flank this guy. Uh, I rolled a natural one. I'm going to use halfling luck to reroll. Do I reroll re both of them? Yes. <sighs> 30. Okay. And we'll try it again. <laughs> Another natural one. I will burn two of my, my two hero points. No, you just spend one hero point. We will both. On a natural one, it's two points. Of your own. Yeah, sorry. Sildren will give one. Okay. okay. It's a miss, but it's not a critical miss. Okay. Swinging and swinging. Cannot connect. It's dodging and parrying. Uh, bum, bum, bum. 
No, I got rid of it. Piercy. Tumble the dirty trick. What what is that what is that <laughs> thing we can do with one of our actions to gain some knowledge? Uh rev- recall knowledge. Recall knowledge. I'm gonna try and recall knowledge about this scythe. You can make a occult or arcana roll. Well, they're both the same. Here we go. Do I do I have to roll doubles? Uh, roll two twenties. Yes. Okay. Uh, twenty six. With a twenty six, you know nothing at all other than it hurts. Okay. All right. Second action. Um. It's gonna get in a flanking position. You are in a flanking position. Okay. Yes. So uh, let's try some some wit. Uh, you know, you cannot dodge these forever. Your luck is about to run out. Uh, nope. And <laughs> with uh, his last action, he's going to take a swing. Good luck. No, he misses. Okay, horribly. trying his best. He has failed. This it, aura shit is shitty. It's mm-hmm. nasty. Uh, we have uh, Yaru. Oh. Um... Okay, I will. Can I? Can we go back one second? Um, with the steady spell casting, would that matter with that attack? Absolutely. Interrupt. Um, so can we roll that back? What steady spell casting? Uh, confident in your technique, you don't lose spells easily. If a reaction would disrupt your spell casting action, attempt a DC 15 flat check. If you succeed, your action isn't roll it. disrupted. Nope, it was disrupted. Never mind. Okay, carry on. Can we roll back one other thing? <laughs> <laughs> We're grasping at straws! Can we go back to where uh, we went into the tower? Yeah, when Seldrin was knocked unconscious, I forgot that I have a skill called Caterwall, which we got in our last level up. I've never used it, uh, which allows me to... An ally within 30 feet would be reduced to zero hit points, but not immediately killed. Um, I give a daring yowl in the face of adversity, bringing them back to one hit point. Sure. Um, that sounds massive. Uh, and they get uh, dying one. That tiny... wounded condition still increases by one as, as though they have been dying and recovered. Appears in advanced player's guide. It's a reaction. You didn't burn your reaction yet. It's once per day. An ally of 30 feet is dropped. Can I do that for children? Um, your ally isn't knocked out. You remain at one hit point. So you gain the wounded one condition. You skip the whole dying concept. Gotcha. In that case, Shunka got his attack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. And it's going to miss. Okay. <laughs> But Sildren's at one hit point and uh, can, gets to go. Yaro, what are you doing? Um, I will run over to Sildren, first action. Okay. Second action, I will pull out my elix- greater elixir of life. Third action, I'll hand it to Sildren. You can pour it down his throat. I'll pour it down his throat. All right. And that is, I believe, greater 76 up. plus 18. Elixir, I have it here. 70s? I don't have the number, though. 70. Oh, uh, yeah. 7d6 plus... Oh, do you have uh, it? Okay. Plus 18 for, yeah. for greater elixir life. You got it, children? All right. Yeah. So I roll four of these and then add a lot. Bolly, so you're up. 10. All right. Uh, let's see. The scythe was slashing. What did you roll for your thing? 21. You still got it. Okay. 27. Uh, 31 plus 18, 49. So he's at 50 points of damage. 50 points. 50 points uh, I'm making my way behind Sildur in there, keeping clear of these sides. Okay. Thank you. As best mm-hmm. I can. For both. I mean, yeah, we need yeah. you. <laughs> a lot more than we need me right now. This is going to hurt. 
And I stab at him in risky surgery. What? <laughs> Again? <laughs> Forever betrayed by this man. You'll never see me coming. Uh, and you take a full eight points of damage as I heal you for 64 points of damage. Okay, nice. I am at 106 hit points now. Sweet. Thank you. Anything else, Bolly? Uh, that was a move. Risky surgery um, is one action. Yep. Uh, then I restore my shield and All right. continue on. Sildren, you're up. You should be. Uh... Did my near-death experience relieve me of the aura? No. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, how about this? You know that the aura only extends out 30 feet. Oh. And how far can I? Okay. I am going to then back off to 35 feet. From All right. That's an action. And I feel better now? You are not afflicted by misfortune right now. The aura only surrounds him for 30 oh, feet. <laughs> Interrupt the command. And then Sildren will cast Searing Light oh, at no. this creature again. All right. Uh, I'm going to use a hero point because I rolled a 10. That would have been a 32. So I'm going to use a hero point. Good luck. And instead, I get a 38. 38 is a mess. Ugh. Hold on. Let me. <laughs> Hold on. Let me do some more math. Spell flanking something. It is a 22 is my spell DC, right? Yep. Spell attack is spell plus attack. 22. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. Good try, good try. Searing light bursts out. It deflects it with its side and it burns into the wall. Good try. Uh, and Sildren is done. It is now the scythe's turn. And it's tur it turns its attention on the two of your littler members and strikes at... Uh, where is he at? Piercy first... Percy, that is a f uh, 50 to hit. Yikes. Ooh. Yep. That's If it's plus 10 over, it's critical, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's triple critical. <laughs> hit for 75 points of damage. Okay. What kind of damage? Uh, Slashing and negative. So minus 10 of that because um, of the death, death ward. ward. Oh, nice. And so anytime he's hit him, that would be... 10 less. He, that's the first time I've been hit. Oh, okay. Carry mm -hmm. on then. Is that for all of us then? No, just okay. I cast it specifically on him because he was doomed. <laughs> no, I was the one that no, was doomed. No, it was Blake. Oh, never mind. Fuck you then. You take that 10 damage. <laughs> all right. He takes oh. that 10 damage. Uh, all right. So that was uh, Piercy. Piercy is uh, struck at again. Gets a natural one. Uh, yeah, opportunity post. What you wanted. It's a free little attack. I think so. I'm going to make sure there's nothing super cool about it. Not bloody likely, but you never know. Where? Where? have to look at all these papers. Can the scythe fit in the bag of holding? You just run over it. <laughs> well, I'm just going to assume it's a... Normal attack. So I'm rolling two still, though. Opportune repost. Um, you gain the opportune repost reaction. Uh, make a strike. Yeah. Okay. So I'm rolling. I'm rolling two d20s yes. though. 
Yes. Still? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no. All right. Uh, strike and a miss. That was its second attack on you. Then it swipes at Palik. This is from Scordernaw with a 38. Hit. That's a regular hit. Palik is struck, possibly taken down. I don't know. No. 37 points of damage. 27 points of damage. And then its last action is it flies very quickly around you all next to Bali. Uh-oh. Anybody um, have a... Reaction maybe nope. use on that? No. Palik, you're up. Um I'm at one twenty two by the Oh way. it didn't do anything. It just uh yep. five um, points of fire. It flew away. Is it next to anybody? Can I get flanking position? Yes. Okay. I want it with one action. We'll do that. Does it keep burning? Jeez. Oh, uh, okay. Uh forty. You're struck with a 40? Yep. Is a hit. <laughs> Was that one out of six strikes? Um, uh, 26, 38 points of damage. All right. That's huge. And it's going to have some persistent bleeding going on and black blood dripping I'll, out uh, try to try it again oh uh a 39 39 is a head yeah yeah Ooh. slice that bastard up uh 36 points of damage oh. plus two more d6 uh 36 plus 6 is 42. okay that's massive dude yeah massive this creature is kind of light just maybe a couple inches off the ground floating uh and you just see blood though it's just all it's just leaving this pool of blood all over the place oh it's off the ground you didn't tell me that why does that matter <laughs> how'd that feel turkey uh all right that was palik we're up at the top with piercy how far away is Piercy from the scythe? Uh, ten feet. How'd Piercy get ahead of me? Yeah, Piercy's been ahead of you. Yeah, Piercy's up top. Oh. I think he got skipped once. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, Piercy, following the advice of Sildren, uh, backs up 25 feet. Okay. For his first action. For his second action, he says, Hey! <laughs> Why are you running away from us, huh? Are you a little scared? Of... And doesn't do anything. Okay. And um, third action is tumble. Th- so if the tumble through starts 30, more than 30 feet away. Where does the roll get made? Yeah. Um, you stretch your speed, nerds move, you move, attempt an acro, you move as soon as you tr- enter its space. It's when you enter its space. Okay. Um, well, might as well try it. All right. He tumbles right. He runs away, curses, and then runs right back it's in. It's a warming run. So, no, I stop in front of him. All right. Um, then we have your guys' choice Yaru, Sildren, and Bali in any order. It's up to you two. Um, I mean, I can go. Yeah, at least one spellcaster in there. 
Okay, and four. Lots of bloody people. My final seventh level spell. Ooh, it's probably not going to take negative damage, is it? Good try. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's not even going to be worth it. Um, I might as well do something else because I really don't think it'll take negative damage. Let's revisit this after the battle, Tom, because <laughs> that's going to be a big you deal. You want me to go? Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what size is this creature? Medium. Yaru would like. It's going to be really difficult. I'm going to get behind it. Okay. With one action. Done. I'm going to attempt to grapple it. You're going to try to grapple the creature. I want the scythe. We want to disarm the creature. Which is easier. Uh, disarming is very, very challenging hard, against 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 normal enemies. I'll grapple it, and then someone else can maybe disarm it. We'll try to grapple. Grapple. Athletics or acrobatics? Or it just appears, comes back and forth. No, he's, he's there. Hold on. What's that? Oh, athletics or acrobatics? Athletics or? versus its fortitude. And is it disadvantage? Why? The aura thing? Oh, yeah. Versus its... And this counts as an attack, by the way. Athletics, okay. It's a six. 26. 26, not even close. Okay. You slide off its bloody robe. Wait, it's an attack, so it's plus 25, not plus my. No, athletics? it just counts as one of your attacks. Oh, 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 so now, okay, I see. Yeah. Um, ooh. But if I do that every time, it's still plus 20. It goes down by five, just like an attack. It's like oh, it's one yeah. of those multiple attacks. You have two actions left. Um, I will. It'll be a plus fifteen, so I will do a flurry of blows. Okay, quick blows coming at it. Can can I do a flurry of blows like grapple on the second? No, flurry of blows I believe calls out strikes. Or, or no, that's like a flurry of something else. Okay, um, yeah, I'll just. Uh, do an attack roll here for okay. my couple attack second. rolls. Second, plus twenty-one. It keeps doing the edge. Oh, jeez, twenty-four. Okay, and uh, so you, 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 you already get the other attack. Go ahead and roll wave it. Wave my white flag for the last action, I guess. Well, no, 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 you did flurry of blows. That's one action oh, yeah, for two yeah, attacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one's a natural twenty, but the other one's an eleven. You motherfucker. <laughs> and you have one uh, action yeah, left. Nothing. Fuck him, dude. Uh, <laughs> back up 30 feet. Okay, and you back away. Uh, we still have Sildren and Bali to go. Yeah. Um, Sildren is knocking down. kind of low on abilities right now, and I'm just going to cast a Ray of Frost at it. Okay. It's an attack. Yep. Nah, 27. Okay. Uh, and then Shunka will attack. And I'm going to save an action with him. Uh, 31, 33. 33 is a miss. And Bali, you're up. Bali, uh, the scythe is closed in. To you, yes. Yes. Uh, so I need to disengage uh, and uh, try to get outside that 30-foot realm. Okay, so you disengage, puts you at five feet away. And then you want to move or you just want to move? I'm doing a full move okay. to get that 30 distance away. 
If I can. All right, you do a full move and get 30 feet away. It then triggers its lurking death ability and teleports right to where you were. So the bad news is it's right on top of you and gets a free strike. Uh, the good news is, is that it's pretty much uh, out of range of all of you guys now at 30 <laughs> feet. Um, it then strikes at you, so Bali. You, you have this vision of this thing trying to swing. Bali's trying to grab it. Uh. <laughs> Bali, it sides you down with a 52. Oh, fuck. Who has the black sphere? That's that's only I a do. hit. It's only a hit? I, I don't believe you. You want it? I want it. Okay. Bali, you have been hit at 69 points of damage. 69. 69. I don't think I can break that much. Uh, shield would only break like 20 or 10 points, right? 10 or 15. It might make a difference. Let's see. It will make a difference if it's 15. 10 minutes. Just, just a hardness 5 on it. No, no. It's it's heightened. Chris, can you help look up shield real fast? Um, yeah, it didn't. Oh, I do have a heightened here. There it's, it is. it's a cantra. Or... Hardness 20. Woo! There we go. Yeah, that might make a difference. Uh, what did I get hit with? 69. 69. 69? That would make it 49. I still get knocked down. Yeah. Oh. That's all right. Okay. Um, and then you're knocked down. Unfortunately, that ends your turn. That's all right. It was my my runaway. Um, but everyone else, no aura for you. So you are now uh, dying level two since you were wounded one. Right. All right. Uh, it easily makes that dying level three. Okay and um we'll make that dying level four and we'll then uh make that (laughs) there's only one left uh let's be a little nice um since you just got interrupted it will go ahead and fly over and take out the other healer fly over to sildren and attack you with its third attack third attack oh yeah uh 44 to hit on the third attack Uh, correction uh last fourth fourth attack With third, yeah, third attack, last action. Forty-four, still forty-four. Yeah, it's gonna be a critical. Critical hit, seventy-seven points of damage to Sildren. Okay, Sildren's still up. Still up. Uh, there's some burning coming its way. There's some bleeding as well. So Sildren has twenty-nine hit points left. Nine of burning, and he keeps it. Seven of bleeding, and it keeps it. Okay. How's this guy looking? Uh, pretty bad. Pools of blood. Pretty bad. Badly shaken. Uh, next up is Palik. And I'm more than 30 feet away. I'm going to uh, give it a little <laughs> and do an intimidating glare. And what? Yeah. <laughs> Versus its will, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's worth it to see what happens. Oh, oh my God. A uh, natural one. Oof. Do you have a hero point? I have one hero point. I, I can give, give you one. Oh. I give I give mine. I'm down. Okay. So. Uh, oh, that's better. A 38. 38. Uh, it does not care at all about your. It glare. is and flanking. With the glare, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, the glare. Oh. <laughs> oh, then I will run over and uh, flank it and swing. Good luck. 
Why are you rolling two? Because I'm a disadvantage. Uh, that's not going to hit. It's um, You're not yeah, a disadvantage. 30, yeah, because I ran up to it. Oh. 30 feet. Uh, 35. 35 is a miss. I'll uh, try again. Nope. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. We're up I at the top just... with Piercy. Um, Piercy's 30 I feet away, I'm sure. Sure. Raise it. So, Does nobody have ranged weapons here? No. I We're do, all... but 30 feet fucking distance. <laughs> oh, boy, you keep a running steel. Oh, you scaredy cat, yeah? Um, so that's, uh, let's see. What do I, what do, I do? Diplomacy, right? Plus, uh, so that's a 43. Is a hit? Uh, Is a success. Get, bon get, uh, yes, yes. Bon So you get your panache. Ah. <sighs> Finally. Is that, that an attack? No. No, it's a... No. It's it just a bond mill. All right. That was my first action. Second action is to run up to it. Okay. And third action is to do a finisher. Okay. Good luck. And I do miss with the finisher, but I get to use... Nah. Okay. But I get to use confident... Okay. Uh, finisher. And so that's going to be 15, 18, 9, nine, nine points. Nine? Yeah, okay. nine. Got it. Uh, that is. Does that count as a successful attack? No. Okay. Sorry, uh, 12. Got it. Uh, Piercy is done. Then we have Yaru and Sildren who's still standing. I can, Either. I can go. Go ahead. Um, so it's right on top of you right on a something that's an area effect a basic reflex save would like save it half of its point half that damage right uh, normally yeah but it says in the spell what type of save to roll okay uh it just says basic reflex then there you go okay um yeah, that's so what that sildren kind of corners around and basically sticks his hands like like right out in this thing's face and then and it's like I prepared this because Xander's not here and cast Cone of Cold okay. uh, on him, which is he needs to make a basic reflex save against my spell DC of 32. Uh, 36. Okay, so he succeeded. So instead of the full damage, five, six, seven, eight times three divided by two. So um, 12 points of damage, 12 points of cold damage. Uh, he's all yours. So oh. oh, wow. <laughs> so, Sildren basically like all oh, but wow. touches this creature um, because he doesn't want to touch it and just like basically covers it in ice and the creature just like slowly starts to like slow down a little bit, slow down a little bit. And then Piercy swings and takes its knees out and just you know kind of uh terminator 2 style it just like oh. falls down yaru wants the scythe if it's still intact uh no that does not okay it shatters and oh it's yeah gone. magical yeah and then so that was two actions right okay he's casting stabilize as his third action on Bali. On Bali. Which I have yeah. as an innate divine through one of my uh, uh, ion spheres. All right. Fantastic. That, uh, yeah. 
That's, that was fun. Fun for you back oh, in the you fight. Oh, you want another fight there, please? Thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> the side of Kaluk. Well, man. first half of the episode, I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to get the fuck out of this fight. Those <laughs> <laughs> nulls would have been way better. <laughs> uh, it is dead. You see that it has left one last annoying gift behind, and that there is, as has always been, a message uh, carved by the Scoriel wizards at the bottom of every tower of Skordrenar uh, that is in an old Chaloran language that they have uh, able to say be translated for those in need. He has prevented that translation and it is still there carved in white lettering but in its Chaloran language so it makes no sense I think to any of you. Can we, how, how big is it? The message? Yeah. Uh, it's on a 10, 10 foot by can 5 least, foot. Can, can I write uh, like, it down? Or, or, that should be what it says. Describe it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or like, I was thinking like chalk drawing. Like, yeah, you can, a, write, you like, can write it. Yeah. Down. Okay. For sure. Uh, you guys do so. You can also see several heads of skeletons that were waiting just under those stairs collapse and uh, crumble to dust Ooh. as well. Uh, and we will stop there for tonight. Uh, so thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, this is great. It's great having everyone back here. I'm, we've got some interesting after show stuff to talk about. So check out Patreon and join us if you want to hear what we have to say about this. Uh, super exciting. And we hope to have Jeremy back with us again on a next episode. And we'll see you then. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back. Bye.